first day of shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later. Hey, people listening. <laughs> Welcome to a very special episode of Another Bite of Twilight. Of Another Bite. I'm Mel. I'm Kel. And we have our friend Dan back on the show. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Dan. Hello. Hi. <laughs> okay, so if you guys didn't listen to that episode about a year ago, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We had episode thirty-six, if I'm not mistaken. Wow, <laughs> crazy! We had Dan on the show because, well, he's a great guy, but also because he had never seen Twilight before, mm-hmm. and he is a guy, a male, a straight male, oh, straight male. Um, as far as I know yeah (laughs) and he had never seen it and he mindlessly hated it wow for years wait I forgot that did you hate it you made yeah yeah well I, I was part of the just collective of you know males who were teenagers or you know young um, adults during the time that Twilight was released that just automatically disliked it because that was the cool you know, thing to do back then. And so I I just kind of piggybacked off of all of the preconceived notions that were out there without Mm -hmm. genuinely ever giving it a chance or ever watching even a minute of it. So yeah, guilty as charred. And and remind us, what had inspired you to give it a chance finally? My my good friend Mel had inspired me. (laughs) No, and um, my girlfriend Amanda, who appeared on the last show, she... Um, you know, grew up watching them and reading the books. She saw the first one in theaters and I think most of them in theaters. Mm. Um, and so like on my bookshelf, I live with her on my bookshelf for all the Twilight books. And um, I don't know, I just, the people who were closest to me held it dearly to my heart. And also like you guys, I'm so close to you guys and you guys had this big podcast running. And like for me to be your friend, but not listen to it or be associated with it was sort of hypocritical. So I had to do it at one point. So. Yeah. <gasps> oh, you should tell Sean to do it. Show my brother. I highly doubt that he would. I don't know. Would he? Maybe he would. I don't know. The other day he said he was going to watch a movie and he asked me what movie he should watch. <laughs> and I said, you should watch Twilight. Has your twin brother never seen He's never seen it. How's that even possible? It's probably know. on in your house all the time. It's- I can remember, <laughs> you know, going, going over your house um, in middle school and, you know, early high school, as you remember, like me and your brother, Sean, we were always playing the Wii. Like we were obsessed with the Wii for a few years and we loved to make silly me's on the Wii. And you, you and your cousins and your friends, Mel, you would always create like Edward, Bella. Like, <laughs> like were, and me and Sean, every time we would get on the Wii would delete them. Like, <gasps> so mean. And you would get so mad. And Sean's like, are you sure we should delete him again? I'm like, just delete him, delete him. And, and it then does you take just a while. Remaking them. Yeah. You made them too on the yeah. too, right? It definitely did. Oh, that's such a nice detail you remembered. I forgot about that. Yeah. It just yeah. It's a good like anecdote to show how like savagely we partook in that. They just 
you know, the recreational hating of Twilight based yeah. on nothing at all but pop culture standards. Also a good anecdote to show how obsessed we were that we had to make them on we <laughs> The whole family. I remember that actually, like, we'd make their skin really white, really pale. Mm-hmm. You have to do the eye color. Yeah, that's yeah. all coming back to me. I remember, yeah. I remember what Jasper looked like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, he was with the weird eyes. Yeah. <laughs> So, Dan, give us a little refresher reminder. What did you think of the first two movies back a year ago when you had watched them? I still can't believe it's been like a year plus since I watched them. Um, So, yeah, no, I watched the first two movies. We did our episode. And then like a couple months later, I watched the other three. And then we had plans to do what we're doing right now. But then coronavirus struck. And it's been, what, a year almost since like we've been postponing it. And finally now we're getting around to it. No, but my... um, my opinion of the first two, I, I ended up liking the first more than the second. Um, my general consensus was that, you know, all of the the hating on the movies was probably more so just a, um, you know, a cultural experience for young men to rally around. Yeah. More so than it was like rooted in, you know, like factual anything. Um, <laughs> I did not dislike the movies. I thought that they had um, good storylines. I thought they were thought-provoking. I thought, you know, the acting was generally good. I thought the movies had their flaws, and I wouldn't necessarily categorize them as, you know, my type of movie that mm-hmm. I'd, like, like look forward to watching. Um, but I enjoyed them, and I didn't think they were this pile of garbage that I'd been instructed to believe. And I have, I have more thoughts, and I can build upon that a lot today when we're talking about three through five. Yeah. Oh, man. And you had a preference for Edward, I remember. In Twilight and Newman. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Team at I had arrived at the end of episode two as member of yes, Team Edward. But <laughs> I know it sounds weird to say that I belong to a team, but I was, you know, trying to be open to the pros and cons of each side, you know. Yeah. Very mature. Very mature of you. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I've been I've been amping myself up for this episode. <laughs> I I rewatched three, four, and five, like the past week, like right yeah. before they got removed from Amazon Prime. Perfect. It's like the, the the last day that I was watching them was the day they were going to be removed. So it was this weird like fate yeah. going on. So I did that. I watched like short little recaps on YouTube of the first two movies uh. and I re-listened to our first podcast. And then in addition to that, <laughs> for the past seven days, every day I've drank one gallon of elk's blood. To really, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Dan, thank team you so much Edward. for doing all that. Like, <laughs> I can't even believe it. That is so committed. <laughs> yeah, I feel pretty weird. I feel pretty weird. <laughs> but I wanted to immerse myself. Also, like, I've been creating this false narrative in my head that, like, me reprising my like episode and coming back onto this show is like the most important moment of my life. Like. This is like Godfather fans waiting for like Al Pacino to reprise his role in Godfather 3. Like, and I've been like telling myself like that (laughs) people have been waiting for this. This is important. I mean, I, I, I don't want to speak for all listeners, but it seemed like people really liked your episode and people really liked you. Yeah. (laughs) My ego's, I mean, the past year, my life has changed, man. My ego is... (laughs) My ego's massive right now. <laughs> on top of the world. People sending me fan mail. No, I'm just My friend Brittany, I've got a few actually. people who have 
I've got a few people who have actually like followed me on social media. Yeah. <laughs> My friend Brittany listened to that episode and she said you seemed cool and that you should be on the radio. Word. Well, repeat <laughs> listeners will remember. <laughs> you were, you were. For four years. So this is actually that. super fun for me to like, to like, you know, get back into this recording um, mindset. It's like, it's a thrill. Yeah. You're really great at it. Better than us. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have to stop inflating my ego or I'm going to explode. You it's, must be great in Zoom meetings at work. Dan's so cool. Dan's so great. <laughs> oh, Dan. yeah. It's funny, though, because I feel like Mel and I don't actually have that quality, that radio or podcast. I would not say that. I mean, We're you, just you clearly have a knack for it, given the popularity of this podcast, though. Well, I, mean, I think maybe on. people like how unprofessional we are. <laughs> if that Am makes I, So I'm going about it all wrong. <laughs> no, Through no. another bunch of Twilight fans are very critical of me. No, I think it's probably refreshing to have a voice come in on the show suddenly that, like, knows what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, cool. So let's let's start with Eclipse. Let's get into We should. Yeah. yeah. I remember watching this with you and you had a lot of opinions a year ago. Now, did you watch three through five with me or just? Was it- I watched three. You came over here to watch Eclipse with us, actually. Remember? It was over there. Yeah. No, I don't remember. And then was we I watched- there? Yeah, you were there too. Oh, yeah. We watched it on this TV behind us. Also, I remember you and Amanda coming over, like, right before COVID happened, and we got pizza. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, we watched, like, a debate on the TV. That was, like, one of the last social interactions that we had. I know. (laughs) Crazy. I think corona was, like, already a thing, but nobody was really taking it seriously yet, but we were wondering if we should. It was that kind of thing. Yeah, no one knew, like, the extent, and then it was, like, the following day. I know that down yeah. so i've thought they, about that they too. kept saying for weeks like they kept saying for weeks like there was only one confirmed case in massachusetts yeah like 80 suspected cases we're like oh those are just suspected cases yeah. only one that's yeah. confirmed. that was a yeah transitional period yeah so that was it's, a while ago but you just time. watched it's, it's time. so you just watched a clips this week should we just go down through the plot of what happens and you react to read us your notes how do you want to go about this i I think that's a good idea i can give like general overarching comments and then Mm -hmm. we can go through like you can ask me questions and then i can give like concluding comments like like i said before to you guys before we started the recording i have like zillions of bullets like some that are pretty hilarious tell us them yeah yeah twilight saga Um, what's your first note Well, I have like plot notes, like, and I have opinion notes. So let okay. me like run through like the opinion notes. But like overall, my reaction, at least from the beginning of the movie, like I noticed this off the bat, mm-hmm. like you can tell that this is a higher budget film. Yeah, you can tell that it's directed by someone new. Um, and something that I that I I noticed is that it's shot very quickly, um, and like for for a while, the movie is just dialogue after dialogue after dialogue after dialogue like it's two people sitting down talking to each other Mm. and like sort of catching up with each other Mm. and it's just scene after scene after scene after scene of just talking without much action going on yeah and it's sort of it's sort of 
um, I don't know. It was it was very very fast paced. I also noticed that the the shots were brighter and sunnier, and that there was like less of the dark gloomy vibe going on, and that. In general, it was like it was less atmospheric and it was a lot more like rushed and like, all right, we got to get this movie done. We got to get this movie out. Yeah. Um, because of, you know, the, all the, the popularity that was like um, arising around it. Um, but eventually it slows, the, the movie slows down when, um, you know, the Cullens start having flashbacks to their human lives. Mm. And that's it was that was the coolest part of the whole movie. Like when we got to see the background of, you know, like, Jasper like in his Civil War days and blah 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 blah. I thought that yeah. was like the coolest part of the movie. Yeah, um, Rosalie's flashbacks. Yes. Yep. 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 Um, let's see. One thing that I noticed in this movie that I I don't remember noticing in one and two is that there was some product. Did you guys notice there was some product placement going on in the movie? Like there were there. Were, there were a few instances you could see a Volvo logo. You could see like a Seattle Mariners logo. They like mentioned CNN. Like that was something that I didn't necessarily like either because it was like, again, like this is a high budget movie. They're getting product placement in there for money. Yeah. Well, um, Volvo. So it was definitely less indie. Yeah. Well, Volvo Edward drives a Volvo in the books. Yeah. Um, it's odd. Like Stephanie Meyer has this fixation on the cars. Everyone drives and actually says, he drives a Volvo in the books. I don't know why. And then so <laughs> Volvo, then when it became popular, they took advantage of that all they could. And they even had to, I think for a new moon, change his car so they could have the car that he was driving be the newest Volvo that was coming out for that year, which didn't, that didn't make sense with the story at all. Also, it's weird because like, I don't know, the movie, it at least when the like, second third fourth fifth movies were coming out the movies were like definitely more aimed at like younger like preteen girls teenage girls like not necessarily people would be buying volvos like i don't know yeah. like where that <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> like, well, of that is gonna pay off. a lot yeah. of older women were into them too but still some people know? did buy volvos because of twilight <laughs> though <laughs> there you, okay there you go there you i mean go. honestly as a teenager i didn't really know car brands i think that's what i when i first learned what a volvo was was from Twilight. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so maybe they thought people would grow up to then <laughs> buy a Volvo. It's a long-term investment. Yeah. The Mariners, though, <laughs> I don't know because it is supposed to be set in Washington. Like, do you think the Mariners is actually product placement, or are they just trying to like make it seem well, like it, really Northwest? I don't know if it's like necessarily product placement, but like I know like you can't just throw like a, a corporate logo into a movie without like yeah. permission of CNN. Um, so they are so watching CNN in the book yeah. as well, actually. Really? Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So there's, I guess there's some attention to detail there. Like I just assumed like, mm -hmm. I don't know, those were thrown into the movie for placement, but if those are actually details from the book, very cool. It is a little you know, jarring so, though. I think it is weird for like a sort of fantasy story to have brands in it. It's, it is yeah. weird. <laughs> And it probably was product placement as well. I get what you're saying. It is definitely less atmospheric. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I always felt yeah. that about Breaking Dawn, but I wasn't sure if I felt that way about Eclipse, but yeah. There are some there are also some CGI moments that like totally mm -hmm. didn't work for me. I think there were some that really um were like triumphs. Like the werewolves, I think they did a fine job on in three. Mm -hmm. I also think like the running animation 
Titans were like a lot better in three. Um, but this was the movie with um, like they're sleeping in a tent out in the snow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The, the snow scenes that that was like such clear green screen that that I didn't like. And I'll tell you one yeah. thing: the first time, like before I ever watched any of the Twilights, I was flipping through channels once on TV and like Eclipse was on and I happened to like pause on it just to see what it looks like. And it was that, that scene when they were standing oh, huh. in the snow with, with Riley and, and Victoria. I'm like, this looks horrible. Yeah. And, like that sort of, that, yeah. that for a few years, like informed my hatred of it. I think that like yeah. five seconds that I saw. Like they don't look know? wet at all. They're in snow and there's like their clothes is just completely <laughs> falling off of them. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. <sighs> Why didn't they actually? No, but for the most part, mm-hmm. for the most part, I think I think it worked, um, and I think there were improvements on the CGI with the higher budgeting. But like, to a certain extent, like if you go overboard, it's just going to make it look so artificial, and that's what happened in that scene, at least. Yeah, totally. What did you think of the hair and makeup in this movie? I remember when we watched it, you said that Carlisle looked like an action figure. <laughs> the Cullens in general. I, I almost wrote a bullet about that. I remember almost writing a bullet about that. He did look like an action figure. <laughs> and I don't know if I remember applying to the other characters, but like, I was thinking this, like, okay, so you're you're a vampire. You've been on planet Earth for who knows, like could be hundreds of years. And still every day you have the energy to like put impeccable makeup and make your hair look amazing and yada, yada. Like Alice's makeup always is like unbelievably perfect every day of her, you know, hundred plus year existence. It's kind of hilarious to think about. Mm. Are we supposed to believe it's makeup or that that's just how their face looks? (laughs) That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. It definitely is makeup. It looks like makeup. (laughs) Nobody naturally has like shimmery pink eyelids or like black lines yeah. on their they eyelids. They act like it's just their <laughs> I guess one argument would be vampires can do things very quickly, so maybe it's no bother to do makeup. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, if she can do it in six seconds, I like, went up. Yeah. Um, no, that, <laughs> that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. And they don't sleep, Might so they well. probably, like, never have days where they feel mm. like looking like crap. <laughs> um, another point that I thought of is that like, so yeah, vampires never sleep and they're around for, you know, hundreds of years, potentially like they, they must be good at so many things. Like they could master, you know, any sport, any game, any, you know, know. art or like field at all. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm surprised you don't see them like excelling at, at, you know, different like fields more often, but I guess there was the scene and like the first or second one when they played baseball and everyone was just insanely good at it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We should see more of that in the movies. Like we know that they all like, have their passions that they're so good at, but we don't really see them doing it. I feel like that'd be more impressive. Yeah. I've always wondered how has one of them not become famous or something because they're really good By at something. Yeah. Like Carlisle yeah, as a doctor, like, for instance, like I feel like he would be well-renowned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I arrived at the conclusion that Carlisle was definitely like the character of Carlisle was definitely written to be a doctor so that you know in the fourth movie when like the birth is happening etc mm-hmm. like and she and Bella's sick that like that could be accommodated for 
Yeah. I want to say that that's the reason why Carlisle was a doctor and it was always destined to be a doctor for that reason. Because like, how else could you have like all this medical equipment and be prepared? To <laughs> I know. Why well, didn't write Carlisle as a doctor? <laughs> yeah. There would be no other way to explain that. Or to he helps on. Bella like five times throughout the series. Yeah. <laughs> He's the MVP. And yeah. honestly, like we'll get into detail more about this later, but like at the end of the entire saga, I was like, I think I'm just like, team cullen family like i like the cullens <laughs> as a collective i think they're pretty cool we can, we can talk about that later <laughs> i think they're pretty cool <laughs> me too well so in eclipse this is really when the love triangle comes to a peak yeah what what yeah. were your thoughts on this there's a lot of stuff with jacob he was oh, really God. in this movie i i I was like so like yeah I'm team Edward at the end at the end of number two, mm-hmm. um, but in in three four and five I I don't know I started seeing worse sides of both of them through the whole love triangle thing to the mm-hmm. point that I wasn't like gung ho about team Edward at the end of it all I think I the needle is still tilting towards Edward yeah but I don't think that he you know was fully redeemed. By the end of it, I thought that I, I think he pissed me off here and there. I don't know if I can. What were the things? What were the things that pissed you off? Let me go through my notes here. <laughs> I just think. Um, Can't believe this. I think he he comes off as like very self righteous, and mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say just the third, fourth, and fifth movies, but like you can tell that he always is a hundred percent certain that he knows what is right and what is right for Bella and that, you know, Jacob is wrong and I am right and et cetera. And he's so self-assured of it. Um, I don't know. I think I was repelled from his lack of like open-mindedness, but at the same time, he's just so, he could just be so freaking wise because he's 108 years old or whatever. Yeah. But he is like, he has like transcended um, these like social <laughs> values. I don't know. Um, but Jacob also pissed me off a lot mm-hmm. um in that like he was he was so he's so vindictive like he always wants to it's like yeah he wants bella but he also wants to beat edward yeah. there's, a, there's a whole dynamic here where he specifically wants to beat edward and you know like edward and jacob will converge and like you know bella will be there and like you know jacob will um you know, like take his shirt off and like rev his motorcycle. And and Edward will be like, you know, giving her like a long kiss in front of him. And like, there's this like, I don't know, there's yeah. this back and forth of them like flaunting their ownership over Bella. That was like, come on guys, I don't yeah. know. But Edward usually was more cool, calm and collected about it. Whereas Jacob was like always very heated about it and mm-hmm. not so level headed. Again, he's like a teenager with hormones. So it kind of makes sense. What did you um, think about the kisses, though, between Jacob and Bella? There was two. Uh, there was there was the one that she didn't want at first, yeah. right? And then there was the That's one crazy. in the snow where she... Yeah. Um, I mean, that. I think number three must be, like, a big team Jacob movie because they see a lot of, like, like wins for the, for the Jacob <laughs> yeah. team. Like, the spooning in the tent, which yeah. made me want to throw up. <laughs> and the, the kiss in the snow, which made me want to throw up. Can I just say something? Yeah. This yeah. is probably my, big, my biggest thought um, after all these movies, after watching all of them. And I think this pivot started after the first movie because, like, a lot of, like, like Amanda went to see the first Twilight with her dad and with her brother. And there was not a lot of fanfare around Twilight. And like, they thought it was so cool. They thought, Twi- oh, this is a sick, this is a sick story, et cetera. 
and then it started gaining traction and like by the time like the third movie came out like it seems like it seemed like the pr producers and the directors were so after like pandering towards like the romance fans and the young teen girl fans and there was so much fan service and there was so much romance in number three and like the drawn out like sexual scenes and in, <laughs> in number three it's like i almost think that if they had not focused so much on this fan service and this like romantic aspect that twilight could have remained to just be like like this like almost like this Game of Thronesy, like just epic sort of like movie that everyone could have rallied around. And I think it sort of, I think it sort of, I don't want to say ruined it, but it, it hugely changed it. I agree. And I think there are there are great. This is like it's 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 a good story. It's really a good story, and there's good writing and there's good character development. Um, but they focus so much on the romance that it sort of took away from it. And like I, I don't know if if you removed the not removed it, but if you like muted it a little bit, scaled it back a little bit, like this. This could have been just like, yeah, another like epic, quote unquote, Game of Thrones-esque phenomenon yeah. that everyone could have sort of rallied behind because you saw it happening with Twilight 1. But, yeah. you know, like, it, it, I definitely think it was overdone. I think that like, I don't, there was probably like, yeah, like 15 minutes of them, of Edward and Bella going back and forth, like being horny for each other. And they like, make out the, so much in this movie. Yeah, There's so and much the, under, the undertones in, in like the, the tent scene and the love triangle, like, yeah, it exists in the book. And like, yeah, there is a love triangle. I just think like, I don't know, it was polarizing. And I think it was overall like probably a bad move for, mm -hmm. the, for the franchise because it it is what disenfranchised a lot of the people who were not romantic, you know? Yeah. That was, <laughs> that's my biggest thing, like under it, under it all. I really thought, you know, this is, this is a good story. Um, it's not necessarily like a super like revolutionary or like unique story. I think it falls back on a lot of like traditional literary tropes, but I think it does a very good job at it. And yeah. I like it. I really, I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like to hear that. Dan. So you can, okay. I get what you're now saying. Now that all that's out of the way. Yeah. I totally get what you're saying. I do think that that's just not what Twilight is though. Like I love Game of Thrones and like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. And it, could have been if it, I just kind of wish I don't really wish that it didn't have all the romance like I I frankly like it and I know that turns people away but I do wish that like some of the world building I guess you could say was a little more developed or like the dramas with like Victoria and all of that like it just feels a little flimsy to me I wish that mm. was it took a backseat yeah, yeah it just didn't seem as high stakes really or it always seems like, oh, the same villain for, like, three movies. Like, yeah. know what I mean? I don't know. That's what bothered <laughs> me about the later movies, too, the pandering to the audience. Because, one, I feel like they misunderstood the audience or belittled it to think that we're a little bit less intellectual than we are. And, you know, it's just teenage girls. Oh, they're going to find this so funny. Like, the line's like, oh, but I'm hotter than you. Or all the kissing, all the making out. Like, <laughs> made me laugh. Yeah, like we could have just yeah. had more substance in those issues, like That's those true. moments. Um, and I do think that the love triangle was, it was really never meant to be as big as it was. Like that became such but a that, marketing you know, angle. Yeah. Like it was definitely a strength in one way. Like it really solidified a lot of people, but it mm -hmm. also polarized a bunch of yeah. people as well. well also and like obviously, part, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, like, Twilight definitely needs the romantic angle to an extent. And, like, you remember in my last episode, like, 
I, I was like, I was definitely into the romantic dynamics that were happening. Mm-hmm. I just think it was overplayed in the yeah. third one. It's very important to the story. I just think it was overdone and yeah. overplayed Clips, and overcentralized. I, I was just thinking just now, like if you are Team Jacob, how are you yeah. going to want to watch the Breaking Dawns when you know that Bella chooses Edward in the end? When mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was satisfied in that, they had a, a solid explanation, like a solid like compromise for both teams in the end that like Jacob remains a, um, you know, an establishment in, mm-hmm. um, in Bella's life and that she's like, he becomes like almost a member of the Cullen clan in a way and he like bridges the gap between the Cullens and the, and yeah. the werewolves and like, he doesn't lose, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't completely lose and I think he matures a ton when he spends time with the Cullen family and sort of like sees them as people and like gets yeah. to know them. And so I think, it, I think it was good writing to an extent. Like, I don't think like Edward came out on top per se, because Edward fucking, Jacob was right to an extent. Edward almost ruined everything. Yeah. And it made me, it made me resent Edward a little bit. Um, but no, I, I liked how it came full circle in the end. And yeah. I think, Yes, I'll say I'm team Edward in the end, but I was I was close to being like, you know what? I'm I don't know if I'm either team. I'm definitely not team Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I definitely li- I'm telling you I like the Cullens as as a whole, but for a while there I was like, I don't know, I was a little less passionately team Edward. Mm. <sighs> what specifically happened in Eclipse <laughs> that made you start to lose love for Edward? Um, it wasn't really so much Eclipse. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, maybe. Oh, hold on, let me look at my... Well, it's funny. The like birth Edward... didn't happen until the fourth one, right? The what? The birth didn't happen until the fourth yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, the fourth one. Okay, so that's really when the pendulum started to swing a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, team at the, at the end of the three, I was still like, I was still Team Edward, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was. I do remember, though, like when I got the Breaking Dawn book, reading the back of it, they have like a little excerpt. And I remember, how old was I, going into eighth grade, being like, is this, even though they were engaged, I think I remember being like, is this about Edward or Jacob? Like, maybe (laughs) she still ends up with Jacob. Like, I was so worried. So I got to say, I do think the books were kind of a lot about the love triangle, too. Mm -hmm. I don't think I can pretend like it wasn't. (laughs) It was. (laughs) <laughs> i think um, yeah i think in in the third movie like jacob's like his like adolescent sassiness just like did not slow down at all like him throwing the shit in the garage oh yeah and him like just having like the smirks on his face in front of edward making the sassy <laughs> comments like that wasn't helping his cause you know like yeah i don't i never really i've, I've never really liked jacob's attitude or the way he you know, like is a friend to Bella. I think yeah. comes off as very selfish a lot of times. Like he thinks he owns Bella. He thinks mm-hmm. he has this, this like, um, I guess, yeah, this ownership over her, like as, as he's known her for so much longer and as he's a human and they're both self-righteous in a lot of ways, but his is a little more obnoxious. So like, I, I don't know. I, I don't like him as, as a guy in general. So um, the pendulum never was going towards Jacob, but it was sort of like less intensely towards Edward. I'd mm. say. What did you think of Bella in this movie, the third one? Um, jog my memory a little bit. What do I have to remember to base? Well, to base I don't really. <laughs> I guess, like, do you think that Bella is fair to both of the guys? 
Yeah, her behavior is a little... Oh, she's, I mean, she's definitely, like, leading... She's so, I mean, she, you have to remember, like, she's a teenager, and this happens to a lot of teenagers who have love triangles. Like, they try to be nice <laughs> to the one that they don't really love as much, and they try to be respectful, and they don't really, like, say no in the most productive way. And that definitely happened with her and Bella. Mm-hmm. I mean, with, <laughs> with her and Jacob. Um, her and herself. Like, she bungled it, but, like, could, could, could you blame her? I don't know. Yeah. What did you think about I the think proposal? I... Oh, sorry. <laughs> What? The proposal scene. <laughs> what did you think about that? How, what, what did the proposal scene look like? Well, remember they were like making out at first in the bed. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And was he, that like, steamy? Oh, it was definitely steamy. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> that was the catharsis that a lot of people were looking for with Edward and Bella. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was hilarious how he had like the old world values, and he's like, I, I have to wait until marriage. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Um. Again, the, maybe that's like a a Mormon value coming through from the mm-hmm. from the author. I don't know, um, but that that was definitely good for the story in that it like drew out the love triangle even even more because Bella's like being prevented from like really getting her love out to Edward, and like True. I don't know, I could I could see why she she'd be maybe frustrated with him, but she could I could I knew the whole time that no matter what she was going to move forward and marry him and become a vampire. Like she, she's just, you could, she's so infatuated with this idea of being like a mystical being, mm. with being a vampire. And there's definitely something, there's clearly something going on with her existence. That's like supernatural. Um, and like, I genuinely like, I like, I like see her being way more happy selling her soul and becoming a vampire <laughs> yeah. than growing old with like say Jacob, say she married Jacob. I feel like in the back of her head, she would always be thinking about vampire, yeah. vampire, vampire. So I I never for a moment thought that she was gonna end up with Jacob. And I didn't know how the story was gonna end. I just, it just seemed like it was gonna, it just seemed like Bella. It seemed like this is what, what she was for. It's her personality. <laughs> to your earlier point about Jacob's attitude, I never understood, like, why, I guess that is a very teenage thing, but, like, why is she even friends with him? Like, what is she getting out of it? Like, maybe they're just not showing us the good moments, yeah. but it seems like a lot of the moments they show us are him being, like, aggressive, mm, yeah, like, making comments about her boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And, like, he's not, like, a very good friend to her, and mm-hmm. he's... He was, like, in the fourth one, he was, like, not supportive of her whatsoever. Like, yeah. she was, like, gonna die. And he was basically like, I, I fucking told you so. Like, I'm leaving. I'm peacing out. But then when he had the chance to, like, you know, defend her and show Edward how strong he was, he comes back. and like, you little asshole. Like, you just want to go up with Edward. Um, I fucking told you so. But, no, he's he's not a good friend. He's really not a good friend. I think this is more of, a, like, a brotherly connection because they've known each other for so long. Their families have known each other for so long. I think she mm-hmm. could never not be his friend. Like, you're always attached to your siblings. I think they're always attached to that, like, old time connection they have as being friends for so, so long. Yeah. And, and I think when Bella says, you know, that when Bella hints at the fact that, you know, she loves him, Jacob... I think it's more of this like brotherly love. Like mm-hmm. I love you as a human. You're like family to me, but I don't, I don't see her as wanted to like get in bed with you. Give it anything. Yeah. Like that, that's not, I don't know. 
he's I don't know he's not immortal that's not her that's not her kink yeah, <laughs> it's not her kink <laughs> he's not he's not a vampire well do you have any more thoughts about Eclipse specifically or should we move on well, to Breaking Dawn ask me ask me questions about certain like events and I can I can tell you what I thought of them because that's what we did the last episode I think that was mm, okay specific events but what about your notes those were most of my notes for the third one. If you, okay. if you want, I can candidly read some of the bullets. They're yeah, funny. I would yeah, like sure. to hear some. <laughs> I'll just rawly read some of them. Don't hurt us. <laughs> no, <you laughs> right? This one says, snow scenes look like shit. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> it, oh, oh. This one says, werewolf bites were not realistic. Okay, listen. Those werewolves are like massive. Mm-hmm. And you see them like chomping at the necks of these people, and like nothing's happening. Like I'm sorry, like one yeah. bite to the head, and sayonara. Yeah, like, that's true. The werewolves one were bite. struggling. They were like nibbling on the shoulders, almost like your head is like five feet wide. Like you could just chomp this dude. Yeah. Um, I never noticed that. <laughs> can't. This is another one. This is the last bullet of the third one. Can't stand Dakota Fanning. Also, she's an ass for having Felix kill the asylum's newborn. Yeah. Yeah. Why couldn't you stand her? Like, oh, Just her face, mostly. I, the, <laughs> the Volturis suck. They yeah. suck. I, except Marcus. I'm, I'm always going to be a, mm-hmm. you know. If a but he wasn't in this just, one. He wasn't in the third one, but he was in the fourth and fifth one. But in, in the end, I ended up just... I was almost like, you know what? Yeah, the Volturi, they're the standard for the vampires on Earth. I think they suck balls. And I think the Cullens almost should function as the new standard of the vampire existence. Because I think they the should. Cullens have, like, amazing values. And I think Carlisle is, like, the, the coolest patriarch in the entire movie, in the entire saga. Um, and if everyone could follow Carlisle's model, like, yeah. everything would be so much better. But what um, happens... Arrow is, like... Oh, sorry. No, go on. Go ahead. I was gonna say, what happens when people don't? Could you see the Collins punishing other vampires for not following the rules? Yeah, I mean, we see oh, them yeah. kill vampires. Yeah, I just I feel like that kind of power could corrupt anyone. Oh yeah, you know, maybe like they're not like this in a seat of power, but I think they should be the ethical standard. You know, mm-hmm. that people should that vampires should like adhere to. Mm-hmm. I think that. So, oh yeah, I'm remembering this now. Something that pissed me off about the third one is that like, okay, so Victoria, you know, bites Riley and like bites all, they, they bite all these other people and they like amass this like little army for Victoria. Like <laughs> why? Maybe I'm missing something, but why did Riley and all those vampires just like agree to like follow her after she, okay, so she sneaks up on them in, in public kills them, destroys their livelihood, and enslaves them. Mm-hmm. And, like, Riley's, like, all, like, you are my master. What, <laughs> yeah. what is that about? Why do well, they all follow her? I didn't, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, they don't really explain it in the movie. I think it's just that they don't know any other way. And I think they, like, have this uncontrollable thirst, and Riley, like, shows them how to survive. And I think you wouldn't know this if you don't read them and it's not even in the actual book it's in like a side spin-off book that explains yeah. everything but like he tells them that like they'll burn in the sunlight and stuff and they're basically just lied to and they, they think that's like the only way to live as a vampire mm. basically so i don't know yeah. in this group yeah. 
in the in that book it did say some of them like ran away from this army but but it should be we should see it a little bit more in the movie because <laughs> yeah. I, I do think any adaptation it you know people who don't read the book they should still understand this knowledge yeah like why yeah because it didn't i don't know it, it didn't make too much sense like i like why would anyone agree to follow her follow her yeah being, because you know murdered and enslaved I guess I left out, they tell all the newborn vampires, like, there's this group of vampires, the Collins, and they're trying to take our territory. They're trying to take all of our blood. Like, they're going to fight us. They don't want us to have blood here or whatever. So they're, like, lied to. They say that the Collins are a threat to their food mm-hmm. source or whatever. So that's why. But they don't say that in the movies. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. I see. I see. They should have um, done that. They should have showed Riley saying, like, we need to fight them because I think he might say something, like, we're not free, or uh, maybe he doesn't. I, yeah, I don't remember. Maybe it's just in the books. Is there anyone out there that's, like, that, like, identifies with the Victoria's clan and those people? Like, does any, because I know there are some people who watch Star Wars and they like the dark side and they're into that. Like, do people ever adhere to, like, Victoria's gang? Or the do people like the Volturi? Do people ever like people do like, like the bad dudes? Yeah, yeah. People love the Volturi. Yeah, I don't know about Victoria mm-hmm. though. I mean, I think people like Victoria, but I don't know if anyone's wicked into like the whole Riley thing. Yeah, he was a little shit. He was. A little shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he but got, no. But he oh, you know what's weird? Like the villain. I don't know if this was. It had to have been subconscious, but I was watching the movie, and. I didn't know what Riley's name was. Mm-hmm. And I just like sarcastically guessed his name because I thought he looked like a Riley. And I said Riley and his name was Riley. And I was like, what the fuck? Well, they do show him on a missing persons paper in the beginning of the movie that Charlie's looking at. And it says his name is Riley. Yeah, Maybe I think I like subconsciously looked at that. But like, I, yeah. I thought I was guessing it. And then when I found out it was his name, I was like, whoa, <laughs> I'm oh my good. God. <laughs> I love when that happens. Yeah, but I definitely saw it like three seconds earlier. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. What other things in a clip should we ask him about? Hmm. There's uh, the graduation. Any thoughts on that? Um. Anna Kendrick gives a speech. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't really remember what the speech was like. It was mm. like, so make mistakes. Yeah. Take the train and get lost somewhere. Major in <laughs> philosophy because there's no way to make a living at that. <laughs> Fall in love. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. lot. Everything she says is super snarky. Like at the at the wedding when she's like, you know, like she's she's like making a toast, but she's making it all about herself. I think that's yeah. really funny. Every time that Twilight tries to be funny, like I appreciate those like, comic like relief breaks mm-hmm. um like i think the wedding speeches those that was a good moment for comic relief in the fourth one. yeah hmm. yeah and I, I like every time they wrap in like the high school friends back into the story which they sort of like have moments for throughout all the movies and you yeah. see like mike in the background and you're like what if what if Bella and mike in <laughs> what if yeah i like the humans i like when they're included <laughs> yeah so do you want us to just jump to breaking down part one? Yeah, if you don't have any more questiones about uh, numero tres, 
No, I will say, would you believe that Eclipse is the highest rated movie critically? I remember the first time I watched Eclipse, I didn't believe that. And I guess mm -hmm. the second time around, I believed it more. But <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with it. I, I I'm distracted it from the, from the like overextensive romantic uh, scenes. Oh, something that was so funny. <laughs> Wait, did I, was this the third one? Maybe not. No, that's the fourth one. Hold on. Okay. okay. I'm excited. It's a good bullet. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you guys okay. are going to piss your pants. <laughs> so Eclipse ends. Breaking Dawn part one starts. First of all, how about, what do you think about them splitting them into two movies? Mm. Okay. I think it was necessary because the third movie, they crammed a whole lot into it. And I, you know, like I was talking about how like for the first half of the movie, it was almost like just catching up on dialogue and really quick scenes of dialogue over and over and over again. By the time the fourth and fifth movies came out, it was a lot like more spacious and slowed out and like slowed down. And uh, like that, like sort of harkened back to the first movie. And I liked that. A lot. I liked that. Cool. A lot. So I, I, I totally agree with it. I think I liked the fourth one a lot. I like the fourth one more than the fifth one. Mm -hmm. Just because the fifth one, it's like one, two, three, and four. It's like focusing so much on Bella Edward, Bella Jacob, Bella, 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 Bella. And then you get to the fifth one and it's almost like it's it's totally zooms out from them. And it's like vampire land. And so you it's harder to feel as into it mm -hmm. for 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 you know, not the entire movie, but for much of the movie. Um fourth one, the fourth one though, that is it's it's so focal on you know Bella Edward Jacob and I think the story has the coolest elements in the fourth one but I think there are a lot of scenes that I was <laughs> I was like fucking shocked at like <laughs> the like when the camera goes inside her veins and stuff I'm like yeah. what the hell is when the werewolves have their meeting and oh they're like talking God. and grunting That's at the, the same worst. time that Wait, my bullet on that was like, this is the worst moment in the Twilight Saga. We agree. We agree. It's the worst. Oh, we my hate that scene. Even in the theater, we were like covering our eyes. <laughs> no, like, uh, so I think it would have been better if the wolves were all barking at each other and it had subtitles. Mm. Because I don't know if it was necessarily the wolves that were the issue visually. I think it was the audio, the way they yeah. were talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh my i was like chill out i guess when that scene ends i'm like <sighs> i wasn't born to follow you <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna start fast forwarding through that every time no yeah it's I <laughs> a dvd option where you could just skip that scene they should have like a new version like a new director's cut and just get rid of director's it. cut yeah. the same exact thing just with that fast forwarded <laughs> Comes like a children's movie at that point. <laughs> it becomes like a Disney Channel movie. Talking animals, yeah, big, yeah. big no go. Because yeah. why didn't they have the, the werewolves talk to each other in any of the other moments? I know we've we've talked about this. They should have been humans fighting, talking, like yelling at each other, and then turn into wolves and like attack each other. Yeah, we know it's not true oh. to the book, but it's some things you cannot portray on screen. No, and that was one of them. <laughs> yes. I agree. So bad. So, okay, so my <laughs> overall thoughts on the fourth one, um, 
the vibes, like I said, slower, more spacious, a little bit darker than the third one, which I liked. Um, I think there was sort of definitely making an effort to to make the movies, you know, like harken back to the originals. Um, the music is like orchestral in the fourth one, I noticed. Like it's a lot more orchestral, like the background music, not like the first yeah. couple at all. When you have like the acoustic music going on in the background. Um, one of the first scenes in the fourth one, does it like kick off with the wedding? It kicks off with Jacob getting the invitation and dropping it on the ground and running away. Oh yeah, okay. So Jacob, he, okay. The kid was not late to the wedding. Like that was, that was not like, oh, I just, I just happened to show up when like the ceremony had just finished. No. I know. No. He wasn't just late for the wedding. He definitely planned that. He was definitely <laughs> going to be way too emotional and to be there during the actual thing. That's he didn't so true. Yeah, he didn't I... want to see that shit. He like walks up slowly, not like he's rushing. He's not sweaty or anything. He casually walks out of the woods. He's like, sorry, I was late. No. <laughs> yeah. no. That's so true. The this guy. And Bella believes him. Yeah. He missed the entire ceremony. Best man didn't have time to get a dux. <laughs> like, why didn't And he was know? trying to be all macho. I was like, yeah, I was in Northern Northern Canada. At least I think I was. <laughs> like, <laughs> he oh was my just God. right over there waiting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was just in the bushes. Though. And he wasn't in Northern Canada being some macho man. He was in Northern Canada because he was being a <laughs> sissy, avoiding this emotional turmoil. <laughs> You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, we've never talked about that. But what going if, into the wedding, like yeah. I thought, okay, that's a that was a cool like props to the set designers. That is yeah. a cool wedding. That is that was not CGI. You could tell like they actually set that up. At least it appeared like they actually set Gorgeous. that up. Gorgeous. Like that's probably a dream wedding for a lot of people that exact yeah. Like uh, that exact aesthetic. Like I would, I would love to have a wedding that was like that's so cool. Yeah, me too. Um, so I enjoyed that scene a lot. Um, I think that the <laughs> a part that was too cheesy for me, for my liking, was the music that was playing like during their kiss. Like I think it was Iron and Wine playing. Like I yeah. like Iron and Wine at all, but like it was a little too. I don't know. I feel like a ton of people probably loved that. I thought yeah. a ton of people probably like so into that romantic moment, but for me, it was like a little over the edge. I do um, love that because overall. if you remember that song is a song that plays during the prom scene in the first yeah. Twilight. Yeah. So that was that was cool. Yeah. I get, it was cool. I don't know. It was cool. <laughs> I get it. It's like almost I mean, I love it like Mel, mm -hmm. but I can see it being a little too much. Well, then cuz then the <laughs> audience what do you the Oh yeah, they disappear. They yeah. Disappear. That was kind of clever, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were lost in the moments. <laughs> and then there's all the speeches, which is, have you ever been to a wedding where people make, like, everybody gets up and Actually, gives a speech? Actually, I did. Oh, really? And it was kind of weird. Oh. <laughs> Wait, well, like uh, every person? Not every person, but um, it was at this the wedding I went to in Vermont, and so many people just kept grabbing the mic <laughs> and getting up and giving a speech. Oh, like, man. not prepared speeches. Yeah. That's like, funny. people just were like, my turn, and, like, took the mic <laughs> and just started. It was so, I mean, it was nice, but it was so long. Yeah. I, I meant to tell you that. It was. I didn't know that. It was just, like, even Abby um, made a speech. Made one. 
Yeah, because at that point, everyone's, like, <laughs> drunk, too. So like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how it finally ended. <laughs> Anyone, like, so. who would be sober at a wedding like that would be so impatient with that process. Like, come on. <laughs> Ten speech in a row. Let's move. Oh, yeah. We don't care. Mm-hmm. But it is it, usually, it, I think, just the dads right and me in like the maid of honor and i think the best man yeah best man and the best and man. Gave a speech at his brothers i had to do, i did one at my brother's wedding because i was the best man there were just two two speeches it was the the bridesmaid and then or the maid of honor and then me that was it okay. which was nice i've heard dads do it before too for some reason yeah yeah my dad. i think that's i think that's probably typical <laughs> did charlie so ever? after the wedding so after the wedding it like jumps right into the honeymoon right not okay don't really love this edward moment because like edward just took it upon himself to plan the, the honeymoon like totally by himself mm. like again an, another moment where he's like totally sure of himself like <laughs> i don't even have to tell bella like i know this is right this is the i've probably been thinking about this honeymoon for a hundred <laughs> years like we're doing it my way so a little i was like a little little i don't know not into that um, but at really the same okay time yeah yeah, that's what I wrote down. I said, I, I think that's what Bella wants in a man. Like, perhaps because her dad is so in command of things, like, as a police officer. That's what I wrote down. Maybe, yeah. Like, I think he's totally into, like, a man who just, like, I don't know, like, plans everything and, you know, takes her under <laughs> yeah. you know, his room. I feel like Here she's, we go. she's not into you know, like, customs like that. Like, she doesn't really care where she goes on her honeymoon as long as she's with Edward and she's also not extravagant so whatever her plans were probably wouldn't have been that yeah you know and she didn't yeah like go leading up to the wedding like she didn't care about like how she was dressed Mm -hmm. like wearing the heels she didn't really want to wear the heels etc um doesn't care i would not like that i definitely want to have a say in my honeymoon yeah. uh but bella is yeah. perfect girl for that scenario because yeah. she doesn't care yeah. mm-hmm. at the same time though i think J- jacob probably would have done the same thing jacob probably would have taken her to some spot in the woods some epic mountain <laughs> in the woods yeah, where jacob <laughs> is like 10 miles away <laughs> yeah here's a hot water spring oh this is my dad's a mud bath <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna hunt <laughs> we're gonna go fishing yeah. <laughs> or just oh. somewhere oh, cool. northern canada yeah i don't yeah. know <laughs> yeah northern canada i don't know Miami. might be new mexico okay. I'm not even sure. she definitely <laughs> likes that though like that's if you think about mike mike is very like oh i don't know like whatever you want mm-hmm. she doesn't like that yeah. she likes someone that's like bella we're doing this yeah <laughs> come on yeah yeah <laughs> So I think, like, I was like, yeah, like, I, I, I'm kind of annoyed by how Jacob handled it. I mean, by how Ed, how Edward handled it, but mm-hmm. it didn't matter because that was totally what she'd be down with. Yeah. Um, what else did I say about Edward? <laughs> la, 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 la. What do you think about the lovemaking scene? Lovemaking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that was too... I was talking about this when we were talking about the Regis because I couldn't help myself from making the point, but like it was, it was too drawn out. And like, so yeah, so they do the, they do the lovemaking and then they, they show them play chess and they show them swimming and they're doing more things in the bed. And they just literally 20 minutes of them going back and forth. That could have been like 
dedicated to something something else, you know. Mm-hmm. But that funny bullet that I was talking about, hold on, that has to do with the honeymoon. <laughs> what is it? It has to do with when they're playing chess. <laughs> I don't know if I can find the exact, but hold on. I have like a thousand bullets here. You should read them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold yeah, just, just read, list? just go through the list of your bullets. Do you want me to just read them? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll wait, what's the, the funny one? <laughs> I can't find it. I guess we'll, we'll, we'll eventually find it if I read them <laughs> okay, in order, okay. but it has to do with the fact that, so they're, they're, it shows them the first time they're playing chess in the montage. They do it twice, but like, if you actually, I like paused it and rewound it. If you actually look at the move. Mm-hmm. that bella does it is the it is so clearly the stupidest thing ever because like <laughs> she has edward has his has his queen in broad daylight just lined up in the middle of the board yeah and bella just takes her king which is like guarded by a pawn <laughs> and just moves it one space so that it is directly in front of the queen and then edward just immediately knocks it down and wins and i'm like okay she definitely just wants to end the game so that yeah. she can go do it some more Funny. If you go back and watch it, it is so hilarious. Um, I never okay. noticed that. Oh my god! But that's a good attention to detail that she does just want the game to end. Oh no, she's so bored. You could tell she doesn't want anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's sad. Um, she she's only had sex once. Yeah, <laughs> I feel for her. Like she's been pining after this guy for so long, and now he just wants to play chess yeah and they're married like that was the deal that was the deal like we get married and i can have sex with you and now they're just playing chess yeah i'm surprised edward wasn't equally i mean i guess eventually he was and it showed them you know they moved into that cottage together and they just like didn't stop it but like he's been waiting 110 years (laughs) you know she's only (laughs) what do you think about the bruises on her though can you see why edward is like not again Sorry. Um, okay, here's the thing. Bella definitely wants it rough. Yeah. Bella is definitely like, <laughs> that is definitely Bella's style. Like that happens sometimes. Edward should know, no, Edward should know. Like, I know that Bella, you can tell Bella is totally okay with that. She yeah, exactly. She wants yeah. one thing. It doesn't matter how she gets it um, from Edward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess that and does. I was like that was kind of annoying how like Edward yeah. like killed the moment in the morning I know she, so she was clearly so okay with it but I didn't believe that like she only had like one tiny bruise on her shoulder and her elbow I thought it was gonna be way worse than that based yeah. on how Jacob and everyone made it like mm-hmm. you're gonna die if he does this yeah. to you and she was like bruise. <laughs> I mean I guess she does get pregnant bruise. <laughs> yeah yeah Okay, you okay, I'm gonna go through my bullets now, which may okay. or may not make sense chronologically. First one first one. Where do the pants go when you turn into a werewolf? <laughs> I think they just explode. Yeah, they rip apart. That's why they always wear like shorts. Oh. Yeah, but what, when you turn back into a person. They're naked. You know what I'm saying? Uh, do they just never show that? Maybe they just never show that. They never show it. But they kind of show it at the end of Eclipse. You know when Jacob gets injured? Yeah. He's naked in that scene. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember, I think, on the commentary for Breaking Dawn, the director said 
something about the wolves were all going to be there. I forget why. There was some idea they had where they were all going to be like naked. And then I thought that was. Really- <laughs> 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 I can't remember. Just lined up. I don't know if it was a clip or on, but there was something where they were going to like all phase out. But they thought that would look strange. So they wouldn't show it, obviously, as PG 13, but like, you know, just show they're not wearing clothes somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Second bullet we already talked about music is more orchestral. Mm-hmm. Third bullet in quotes waiting a century to marry you, which I thought was kind of interesting when Edward said that, like, are you waiting a century to get married? Mm. Or are you waiting a century for specifically Bella? Like, I don't know, there's still some ambiguity. Like, is Bella like the person for Edward? And why is she the person for Edward? That was an inter- interesting comment he made. Mm. Um, mm. Here's something I wrote, Edward dot, dot, dot. He is so self-righteous. He used to hunt and kill murderers. Does he think he is above everyone else? He thinks he's totally right about everything. Totally convinced he is right for Bella. There's a pattern here. Oh my God. <laughs> There's a pattern. I think it's healthy to show some flaws in Edward. <laughs> healthy for Yeah, I mean, you gotta be balanced oh. here. And when oh. Amanda's probably gonna come on like she did in the last episode and give her two cents about everything. Yeah. She likes to keep things balanced. Um, and yeah, no, Edward totally has his flaws. Um, you know, obviously he, he knocks up Bella. Mm-hmm. Which totally, like, I mean, okay. It seems like nobody knew that that was possible, that yeah. that he could impregnate her. Um, but during that moment, I was like, dang it. Jacob was kind of right. Like, yeah. you actually could have, he's actually almost like leading you to death. Yeah. Based on, based on this along. lifestyle. <laughs> he did. What'd you say? I said, what if Jacob knew that all along? <laughs> Like you don't wear a condom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still think, like, I don't know. He, I mean, Edward probably should have worn a condom anyway. But I know he's so overprotective. <laughs> I know that was unlike him, but it was this is central to the story. <laughs> it was probably broke if he wore one. Yeah, I know. I doubt it would be strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> Venom. Maybe she should have gone on birth control. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, I, I, they didn't know that it was going to happen. Every like, even Iro thought it was impossible. Like the pinnacle of knowledge, and mm-hmm. and Carlisle thought it was impossible. So it's sort of forgivable in that sense. But at the same time, yeah. it would have been totally avoided had they not gotten together. Mm-hmm. Um, next bullet, I said set designers did an incredible job for the wedding scene. Probably a dream wedding for a lot of people. I would even love that. <laughs> Iron and wine playing during wedding was incredibly cheesy, but perfect for the emotional fan base. Mm. Kissing was dot, 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 a lot. When we were kissing at the wedding, that was like an extent. That that would be inappropriate. I'd be so embarrassed. It was inappropriate. Because they were making out. It's not, you may not kiss the bride. Isn't a wedding French kiss. It's just a peck, right? A wedding kiss, or, yeah, or yeah, or just a small, a small kiss. It's it's they were making out, you yeah, know. Yeah, you don't open your mouth for a wedding kiss. <laughs> no. no, it's disgusting. Um. Oh yeah, 
Jacob late for wedding? Question mark. Nah, he flaked that ceremony on purpose. He doesn't care about her happiness as much as he just wants her. It seems how immature. Um, wedding speeches were funny. Comic relief was nice. Hadn't had much of that in a while. <laughs> Bella. Dot dot. I don't know what, the, what all these in unnecessary dot dot dots are about, but I'm gonna keep saying them out loud for you. Bella dot 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 just and then in all caps just seems destined to be a vampire I can't picture her being happier as a mortal as a mortal I think she'd be forever dreaming of the vampire life she has a natural magnetism towards it Mm, I agree Um, we talked about these ones we talked about these ones oh I can't blame Edward in being so crazy over a girl he has been waiting over a hundred years to fuck someone and finally has the chance where Jacob has only been waiting 18 years. Like get in line, Jacob, maybe live another five lives. You can get in line. Yeah. And Jacob could just go find someone else. I know. Geez. But supposedly his purpose in life was to imprint on Renesmee. Now Jacob's going to have to wait longer. (laughs) (laughs) There better not. I, I mean, do you guys know if, I don't know if there's like canon, that's like been written out like does they don't end up getting together do they i mean technically we don't know yeah i hope i not, hope but it i hope like, not. it seems assumed no i don't i really don't think jacob would do that i don't think that would happen that they would like be together romantically and sexually yeah i don't think that they would yeah well what about that flash forward vision that alice has in part 2 where they're like together but they're not like oh they are Wait, what do they do? They just hug or something? Well, she has she has her shoulder on Jacob's, her head on Jacob's shoulder. That could be friendly, Uh, though. I guess that could be anything. (laughs) That could. Oh God, let's hope that was just anything. I know. (laughs) Let's hope. Some people, you know what, Dan? Though some people love Jacob and Renesmee together, and like make edits of them, and really want like their own spinoff of just Jacob and Renesmee. That's weird. So, nah, I don't like that. I mean, there's the age gap with Edward and Bella, but obviously, like, Edward's been frozen at this same age throughout his life, et et cetera, et cetera. And again, we had this this talk in our first episode, like, Edward's not going to go date 99-year-olds at the nursing center. That would probably look way weirder. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What is weird to me is how, you know, Jacob is watching this girl grow up from being a baby. That is fucked. And she's growing up really fast. So once she's full grown, she's still only really going to have been alive on the planet for like five years. So. Yeah. Fucked up. It is (laughs) fucked up. I hope, I appreciate your optimism that, (laughs) that it isn't romantic. Like I, it totally changes the whole thing if you see it that way. It's, It's really good writing though, because like, Jacob imprinting on Renesmee, like, literally saves the day. Yeah. <laughs> it like, does. The, were- the werewolf clans end up, you know, not having to, like, battle and, like, kill the baby, etc. Like, it sort of saves the day, and he bridges the gap between the two families. Mm. But then there's that, you know, there's that silver lining. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, just for my own sanity, be optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> I but hope it's probably so. probably not the case. <laughs> Stephanie Meyer, like, since it was never really explicitly, especially in the books, mm-hmm. I don't think if she ever did continue it, oh, I feel like they would be together. But 
she could have changed her mind by now and yeah. say like actually no it's just as friends or yeah. just as brother and sister <laughs> what i don't get like so jacob's like sort of not a member of the cullen family but like he's like close with them and he spends a lot of time with them now that Renesmee is around like no way would Edward and Bella like let him start like romantically involving himself with their daughter that would never happen I don't with them know so close by yeah he'll be so fucked up I know especially since um Edward can hear Jacob's thoughts so <laughs> imagine like Edward couldn't stand Jacob and then and then later in life for him to be like fucking his daughter, that would be horrible. Yeah. Like you used to be it's, after my wife and now you're after my daughter. You're cretin. You're yeah. creepy cretin of a guy. No, see, this is what's like, this is a good thing about Twilight, how like ambiguous and open-ended some of it is. Like the fact that we're having this discourse about it, that's a sign of a good, that's a sign of good writing, you know? Yeah. And that's why I love having this podcast because we could go on and on forever talking about this <laughs> stuff. That's yeah. true, actually. <laughs> You can talk about it for forever. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like again, like I, I, th- I think that there's a really, there's a really cool story at the co- at the core of this, mm-hmm. at the core of this saga. I do, and I think a lot of people won't see it because they're so taken aback by some of the cheesy moments and some of the scenes that weren't executed well. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like the scene, like the scene with the werewolves or the scene yeah. with the veins. <laughs> which like what the fuck yeah. why that is not it doesn't match it doesn't match the rest of the of the vibe of of how it was directed at all like all of a sudden becomes this weird science fiction like animated like yeah. i don't know who gave the green light on that that was a huge mistake mm-hmm. i totally agree it doesn't match the vibe at all oh it's like osmosis jones yes that was actually what i was thinking that was exactly what i was thinking <laughs> yeah like let's go into the body no <laughs> i also hate stuff like that yeah. i hate animations of like blood cells so mm. yeah it wasn't <laughs> necessary mm-hmm. oh here's the the chess bullet that i said was bella makes the most idiotic chess move <laughs> i think she was bored and wanted jacob to win probs wanted to go shag you mean edward edward yeah <laughs> yeah that's definitely um Good attention to detail, Dan. Yeah, well, this was the second time I was watching it, but weirdly, like, well, we've watched it like a hundred times. Yeah. Weirdly, in the when I was watching the fifth one, I legit forgot that that whole battle was like just like imagery and like imagined. Like I was like, oh my god, no, not Carlisle, <laughs> Marcus, no. Oh, it's so funny. It got it's you so again. Funny. So you know how Marcus. Obviously, you know this when he says "finally," when he gets his like arms ripped off yeah, and he dies, yeah. etc. Like, so Iro is seeing this whole scene play out because it's being communicated to his mind. Mm-hmm. And Marcus is like Iro's right hand dude, like they're bros, like they're the head of the Volturi. Yeah. It must have been so embarrassing for Iro to realize that Marcus literally wants to kill himself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, Marcus. This is another reason why I love this dude so much. Like he, he just he's like so depressed, and he clearly just like hates. It. <laughs> Distance. It was like finally I'm fucking dead. I don't have to live with this <laughs> snake ass bitch arrow anymore. <laughs> finally I'm dead. Yeah, I love oh. that part. <laughs> That's finally. a good point. <laughs> like if I was if I was Marcus, I'd be like, oh god, like I'm not gonna talk to this guy for a while. I can explain. Yeah, but he doesn't know that Marcus has seen that. I mean, he doesn't know that Aro's seen that. 
I guess he doesn't know it yet. Aro but uh, like their know. relationship is gonna get weird. It's gonna yeah. get weird after that moment. I bet Aro Marcus touches their hands all the time. It sounds so weird, but yeah. I bet he checks in on them. Like, how are you doing? And like touches them and reads all their thoughts. I he must know Marcus hates his life. And it's just maybe that's why Marcus is so quiet all the time because he just he just wants to ignore all this drama and bullshit. Yeah. He's like, I'm just gonna shut up and stand here. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Aro knows he's still my favorite character. And is just like such a sicko that he's happy about it or something. Mm. Like, oh huh, Marcus hates his life, but I don't care. I don't I wonder <laughs> how often Marcus I mean Aro touches them. <laughs> I don't know. He seems like that it seems weird. like he I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how often Aro touches them. <laughs> Guys, wait. I'm so sorry. Can I go to the bathroom? Yeah, sure. I just, I am so distracted by how much I have to go to the bathroom. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I'll be right back. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Welcome back. Yo. Welcome back to Welcome Under My <laughs> What uh? What episode number is this? Oh, I don't even. Um, am I six? Pretty high. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> episode sixty, another bite of Twilight. This whole soundtrack. Oh, I was thinking about that movie a lot. Oh, it's fifty nine. Episode fifty nine. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a lot of episodes. I know. How. Fuck. What the fuck? Now, Dan, so the presidency. That is where we left off. Yeah. Okay. Again, like I said earlier, um, I definitely think Carlisle was written as a doctor to accommodate for that, you know, piece of the plot because it wouldn't have worked any other way. Mm -hmm. Here's what I was thinking. My first, my first bullet on the pregnancy. So they so Carlisle has these like blood packs, these O negative blood packets to feed yeah. to feed Bella. And I think I said this the first time we watched the movie together, Mel. But like, okay, so she's got to drink this blood, and yeah, she ends up like liking the flavor per se. You yeah, know, she's got the vampire body, and it just feels right. But couldn't they have like mixed it into a smoothie or like <laughs> put it in like something else? Like they didn't even think of that. They're like, drink this blood from a straw. <laughs> You should just drink it straight. I know. <laughs> yeah, like, it would have been so easy. Like, you know, I got some frozen fruit in the freezer. Like, we can whip up a smoothie really quick. Yeah. And I have never drank blood to that extent. Like, I've obviously, like, maybe had blood in my mouth and, like, tasted it. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. It's very thick. Like, ugh. I think of it, like, probably. Oh, it's syrup, right? gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what else pissed me off? Okay, well, I guess it's more of a question. Okay, so. I see Edward taking the blood packets mm-hmm. that she has, you know, they squirt it into the bottle and she drinks it in the straw and then he throws it in the trash. But there's like a lot of like blood like stuck to the sides. <laughs> They're all starving, right? Yeah. Okay. So do they do they yeah. not open it up and like lick it clean because if they drank human blood, they would start to go insane? Or do they not do it at all because they're just being stupid and they don't realize they could do that? Like what would happen if the Cullens, if the Cullens drank human blood, would they be like, oh my God. I don't, yeah, like, at they least, might, yeah, they, that might trigger them to then drink Bella's blood. Because when, when Renesmee was born, she's covered in blood and shit, but nobody, like, licked her clean. 
<laughs> that was a lot of blood that those starving vampires could have uh could've could've like licked her skin <laughs> it's almost like they're just hardcore committed to being vegetarians or that's vegans. why mm-hmm. yeah that is why i like and i respect the cullen so much i, I don't know i just I, they have such values they adhere to them they're very honorable yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah, when Carlisle supposedly died in that battle scene, oh my, I was, I was pissed. I, I was like, he's the he's like my favorite character besides Marcus. I know. It was, it gutted me. Oh my God, we were losing <laughs> our minds. Oh, wait, because when you were watching that in theaters, did you know that it was going to be no. that way? Or did you think Carlisle They totally died? added that. Like, that wasn't in the books. Mm-hmm. So. I thought it was great. They did a yeah. great job on that scene. They did a great job. That must have throttled every person who saw that. Besides I remember we were, like, hugging each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, no! It's crazy. Like, I actually watched that movie recently, and mm-hmm. I kind of forgot how many of the Collins died in that. I was like, jeez. Really, I mean, it wasn't real. Gasper they, died, too. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't Esme? I don't think Esme dies. As- he does die. Esme? I think she does. No? She falls down the crack, I think. Maybe not. Maybe oh, no, she Leah gets does. saved. She gets saved. She's yeah. about to die. Leah and Seth both does die. Does Emmett die? Is it just Jasper and Carlo? I think it's just Jasper and Carlo, but a lot like many of the wolves die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Leah and Seth. No, but that was mm-hmm. what the that fuck? was just um that was good cinema. Like that was just mm-hmm. I don't like a it was tropish, but like that was like such, such a gutting moment. It was fun yeah. to watch. Mm-hmm. Um. And, oh, anyway, so back to like the pregnancy and everything. Um. Yeah, they they should have been licking those blood packets. They should have been licking the baby. <laughs> they should have been licking up the floor. Imagine them licking the um, baby clean. <laughs> <laughs> imagine being Belle like, what the fuck? It's a little wasteful. Oh, that's a bullet. I had the makeup artist did a wicked good job on Bella when she was mm. pregnant. Like she looks so like, like, like her cheekbones are so yeah. sunken in. And like, how do they do that? A lot of that was, was CGI. It, it was CGI. Mm-hmm. That worked. That was a trauma. Like yeah. that worked. It was just cool. wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. How she was all dried up and shriveled. I don't know. Like Twilight, <laughs> either does a really good job on cgi or does a glaringly horrific job yeah if you got rid of those scenes that we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. the yeah, amanda's telling me like the baby the baby um oh yeah oh. it would be elevated but the baby is a big cgi issue i know and i gotta ask you this okay so it Why appears that the baby's body is a real baby's body, and then they it CGI is. a face on it. Yeah, right? is that what happened? Mm-hmm. It looks like shirt. Number one, it looks like That's... ass. Second thing, <laughs> looks like ass. Does Renesme have teeth because she's like you know advancing so fast, growing, or does she have teeth because they were just idiotic and gave an infant teeth? I think she's advanced so fast. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's in the book that like she already has a set of teeth or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. She's, she's got the hair. She's got the teeth. I wonder if it's she's, you can tell like she can she can she sort of has like a, an awareness of things that are going on around her. But like, oh my god! Like again, a little, little tiny thing that drags down this movie makes it laughable, and I'm sure a lot yeah. of people are like this is so dumb. I almost feel like the really, really good CGI moments could have made it a serious contender for an Academy Award for special effects. 
Um, but the but bad the, ones, bad ones just ruined, ruined it. it. They made some complete fumbles. They were almost like a little too yeah. ambitious or something. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really know what the they should just was, use a real but... baby, just a pair of siblings. Oh. I'm sure there's like four sisters that are all those age marks that look alike and look like know, what Renesmee could be. I mean, there's a million people in the world. There are just a few things about Twilight Tilly. that do frustrate me so much. It's like, this could have been perfect, but mm-hmm. you fucked it up. It's mm-hmm. like a common thing people say about like the last season of Game of Thrones or whatever. It's like, this could have been, I mean, that's way different, but mm-hmm. this could have been great. And what happened? Like, ugh. yeah, I, I they, know. I think they also <laughs> probably spent so much money on the CGI for Renesmee and it wasn't working. It wasn't working, but they had already spent like millions and millions of dollars on it. So they were too cocky and confident and nervous to just scrap it. So they just went with it. Yeah. I don't know, man. When did, they, when did four come out? Like 2010 or something or 11 or 12? Uh, 2011. They should have been able to. Oh my gosh. That was shit for 2011. Like they could have had better CGI in the 90s than that. I, know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. know why. Like, what a. They fucked up. Oh my god. I, I was disappointed. <clears throat> also, I hate the name Renesmee. That's bullshit. That's just dumb. Yeah. People, I don't know what you guys think. People online doesn't. have started calling her resume. <laughs> resume. <laughs> oh, you know what is horrible? The what? Nessie thing. Uh, calling her Nessie. You nicknamed my daughter of the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think seeing Bella like amped during those scenes, like, after she is converted, like, at the beginning of five and the end of four, is, like, mm-hmm. I love her. Yeah. Or I guess it's not until the beginning of five, right? Because at the end is when her eyes, like, of four is when her eyes flick open. That's the very mm-hmm. end, right? Yeah. Cool ending. Thought that was a badass ending. Her eyes are red. Yeah, I like that ending. Mm. Wait, um, so you, as someone who hasn't read the books, were you confused or, like, I, it's hard for me to know because we read the books before, but, like, what did you think about CGI Renesmee? Were you confused about, like, why she even was CGI, or did you get it? Like, you know what I mean? What? <laughs> it took me a second. Like, when I, I saw the teeth, I'm like, why does this baby have teeth? And then I realized they kind of sort of had to have the baby look like a baby, but, like, a super developed baby. Mm-hmm. So it sort of made sense why they had to CGI it to get the teeth and to get the you know the sort of awareness and the eye contact yeah but they just did a bad job yeah i think they could have just skipped i guess yeah it wasn't necessary what if they put makeup on a baby (laughs) (laughs) would it have been so bad if she was like sleeping or whatever i don't know if she was just acting like a normal baby i don't think it would have been so i know and then they could they could have just skipped to when she's like a kid i don't know Um, my first reaction was like why didn't they just use a baby (laughs) yeah (laughs) they could have done some camera work to make it look like she bit her or something like mm-hmm. yeah just very subtle ways to show that she was abnormal but without yeah making us have to suspend our disbelief so much oh yeah. god <laughs> one thing i liked about the end of four was you know how edwards you know bites on bella throughout her body that's what brings her back i think mm-hmm. that's cool that he finally you know gets to bite her yeah, um, and then cool. you know, ushers her into this new life by saving her life at the same time. It's kind of poetic, et cetera. It's like good writing and all. But I think the way it was shot was like 
stretched out over time so much that it was almost like unrealistic. Cause she was like lying. He was like pounding on her chest for what seemed like an hour. And yeah. it's like just a dead dog. <laughs> Everyone's outside crying over her. Ed was just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you're not dead. I know. Yeah, she, she does that was seem a dummy. Dead. That was actually a dummy. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Good wicked dummy. funny. Dan, have you seen yeah, the movie Soul yet? The Pixar. Did you say that again. Soul? Did you say? Yeah. Yeah. The new Pixar. I just watched it like on the twenty sixth. Oh we God. just watched it too. Yeah, we watched it yesterday. Good. I know How good is nothing, that movie? it was so good. I know it has nothing to do with Breaking Dawn, but um isn't it weird how that guy what was his name, the main character? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, but he just like he just doesn't want to die. Yeah. So he doesn't. Like yeah. he just jumps back into earth and goes oh. back into his body. But it's like why doesn't everybody um, feel that yeah, way? Yeah, what one, why doesn't everyone do that? And <laughs> Two, you know who wouldn't like, do that? Marcus. <laughs> yeah. Was his body really okay enough for him to just decide that? Like, actually, my body's fine. Like, I'm – it just reminded me of this because it's like Bella seemed clearly dead, but mm-hmm. somehow was able to just <laughs> keep going. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Edward, like, willed her into living. It yeah. was Edward, you know? Yeah. But also, Which it's I like the little soul. Her little soul just like jumped back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wish we, what if we had a Pixar movie of Bella's soul going yeah. to the beyond? She could, she was watching yeah. through the little circle and she could see that Edward was she like, had a whole you're not dead. You're yeah. not dead. And she's like, okay. And then she jumps back she in. She had a whole journey with someone else up there. That's the. <laughs> yeah. But she yeah. forgets. Yeah. Good for Pixar for getting so like philosophical and spiritual recently yeah. like with coco when coco came out a few years ago like dealing with like uh, i haven't the seen coco oh. and it's amazing and soul dealing with like heaven and dying and inside and, like, out that, that yeah. shit wouldn't have happened when we were kids with pixar I know. It's like yeah you know superheroes inside and out. fishing toys and, I and monsters inc. which i love monsters inc. is my fucking favorite pixar movie yeah, i've seen yeah. every pixar movie i love almost all of them but like props to Pixar for being for like somehow continuing to outdo themselves mm-hmm. every time yeah. and getting uh, so I don't know metaphysical with with how they're approaching yeah. animation. I actually decided when I was driving to your house today, Dan, that um, my resolution for this year is to watch one Pixar movie a week, um, and then at the end decide to rank them. Well, wow. I was go- I was yeah. going. Can I join you? I, yeah, quarantine. I watched all the ones that I hadn't seen yet. I think there were like five I hadn't seen yet. Um, I should make that ranking. I meant to do it. Um, me and Mel, fun fact for your fans. Me and Mel, probably circa 2009, started a widely successful Facebook page yes. for one of the characters, <laughs> a fan page for one of the obscure characters for Monsters, Inc. Which That one? was back in the day Ricky. when people would, would roguely create Facebook pages yeah. for absolutely <laughs> everything. It was not so, successful. I think I had like 20 likes. Wait, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> who's Ricky? Ricky um, is one of the most minor possible characters who works in the plant. And like they mentioned his name in passing once. And he says like, hello or something. Yeah. yeah. And we made a fan page. And I think we ended up getting like 15 likes. And then Facebook shut down our page after a while. No, I still have it. I'm still the owner. Of what? The- 
I, I'm pretty sure I'm still the owner of Ricky from Monsters Inc. So I'll promote it. That's after, so funny. After this, Can you after send me a screenshot out. later because I want to see that that's. Yeah, after, I don't think we really kept uh, up with it. I miss those days of Facebook. No. Times, like so innocent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, I've decided next time the Twilight Fest thing happens, mm-hmm. I, me and Amanda are definitely going to go. You want to go? We're going to go. No oh my god! Sick. It's not a question. Okay, I'm, I'm just joining right now. Uh, it's so cool. It would be so cool. I could meet Marcus. Oh thought about god. Twilight in ten years. It is so cool. Also, I have not been it. to Washington. Okay, now also, I really want to go. Mm-hmm. I could have oh. my own booth. Meet Dan from Another Bite of Twilight, signing <laughs> autographs. <laughs> oh my! I could I could charge. $35 for an autograph no. would be great. <laughs> we should go. We should. No, you guys would love it. That area, Dan, it's so beautiful. You guys would be obsessed. Like, no, the I, Olympic National I've never course, been, but like, I just, It's amazing. We would love also, to I'm, go to Portland and drive up there. But you guys want to do that? Amanda and I are also, we we sort of like got semi-obsessed with the show Twin Peaks recently. I don't know if you I love Twin that. Peaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of my also, favorite show. In Washington. Yeah. And, like, there's so many sites from that show that I would also want to see if we were to go to Washington. So yeah, yes. it's when you're there, it feels like you're literally in Twin Peaks slash Twilight. Like it's crazy. Have you guys been to Portland, Oregon? No, uh, Amanda has, but I've not ever been to Washington or Oregon. That top left corner of the country. I've never been. Yeah. Oh, well, we should go and go to Portland and drive up to Washington. Yeah. Because I mean, we've been to Seattle, so yeah. we're being selfish <laughs> here, but <laughs> um, yeah. Wait, I have the, a list. Like, 10 places I want to go to in Oregon and Washington. There's the last blockbuster yeah. in America is in Oregon. I have to go there. Yeah, I saw that little like documentary about that. The last blockbuster. Dan is so... I've never traveled yeah. with you, but you're so good at organizing a trip. Oh my God. I love <laughs> organizing. Cool. Uh, I hope... Okay, now I really want to go Me again. Me too. <laughs> if you guys are going to. Yeah. We got to go. Oh, wait. No, I would assume that. I would assume you guys would be going to like every one. Do not go to every one. Well, we've, we've only been, been once. once. We were going to go this year. And in fact, like we kind of partnered with them. Like we were promoting it, but then it got canceled because of COVID. Mm. So it was such a bummer. Kind of well, sucks. We like. Had all, yeah. <laughs> we talked it up all the time and it didn't even happen. Didn't happen yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, it would just be so fun. Like, I, I don't consider myself to be like the Twilight fanboy, but I now feel like a connection to the series yeah. after doing these episodes with you guys, you know? Yay! I think you would love the festival so much. Like, their attention to detail is so unbelievable. Just the way that they decorate for the parties and everything. It's really just, it's so cool. It's like yeah. parties. Mm-hmm. Twilight theme. And people, like, show, like, actors show up. Like, yeah. some of the actors. Yeah. Like, yeah. like some, some years are kind of better than others, I guess you could say. But that sounds mean. But, like, yeah. But yeah, like, every year they do get people. This year was going to have Charlie. Mm-hmm. That would have been so Isn't that crazy? So now he's going next year. All is well in the world. Amanda's going, we're going, we're going. <laughs> we're going. <laughs> it's so fun. And the whole area, too, like, yeah, we'll do the festival, but then just seeing all the nature and stuff, it's, it's like incredible. It like takes your breath away. And good coffee. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, I don't drink coffee, but. <laughs> I had oh, a question for you, actually. Um, yeah. 
What do you think about the honeymoon, the setting? Like, how did you feel about that? So they that? go to, they go they to, go to they go to Brazil they, first, right? Yeah, or they go to Brazil, it? and then it's like an island off of Brazil, like a made-up island. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they find there's like the um, the native woman who you know detects the yeah. fact that Edward is yeah vampire. It, I'm sure there's some sort of significance of that location that I'm missing out on. I don't like. It seems kind of random. I don't know. Like it seems there totally no. random. <laughs> my, no. My boyfriend, um, Charlie is his name actually, watched that recently for the first time. And he said this, and I have always kind of felt this way that like, he didn't really like the setting of the honeymoon because it felt so not part of the series. Like the series is so woodsy and stuff. And that was like, what is this? But at the same time, it's like, well, would they really go on a honeymoon in a woodsy Alaska. place? Yeah, yeah. I, probably Jacob not. Jacob would bring her on a honeymoon. Jacob would bring her on a woodsy honeymoon. Yeah. And then going, no, yeah. So I get Edward why they went. I, I don't. Edward has a shit ton of money. Obviously, like the Cullens, like at this dynasty. Like, mm, why yeah. not bring her somewhere totally insane? To I don't know. Like, yeah. Jacob couldn't do that. Jacob's probably poor. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I also think like. Edward can't be in the sun, so this is kind of the one time that they can take an extended period of time and be in the sun and be private. Yeah, it's a private island. Yeah. yeah. I uh, get I get it. Like, it's, it makes total sense, but it does kind of, in a way, bum me out a little bit because it just doesn't feel like Twilight, quote. Mm. Um, but I think okay. it could feel like Twilight if it was shot in a different way. I think a lot that's of that's true. Too is just the way that they shot it, the music that's playing. Yeah, there's so much that goes into it. They yeah. could have made it have the vibes, mm-hmm. especially with maybe even the set design. They could have designed the house to be more like Twilight. True. True. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh wait. What were you gonna say? <laughs> when you say the house, do you mean the Cullen's house or the like cottage that the they cottage? Have? Oh no, not the cottage. The uh, vacation house. Oh, the vacation. Okay, question about that cottage. Mm-hmm. How did they build that? How did they wire that with electricity? Was that always there? What's the? Do you guys know? Like, is it explained? Because it seems like they erected this ornate <laughs> cottage two days and somehow got You're like, right. electricity. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's you are right. My question is like, do they have to pay taxes on it? <laughs> where's the electricity like, coming from they have their <laughs> own generator probably i don't know <laughs> but no you are totally yeah. right i think they did literally build it in like two days i guess they get like super speed etc and they're probably like masters at like crafting and building and everything because they've been around for so long it was just like that that house is like there also it looked like it was old it looked you know like what that, the house was weathered i know been there for like you know what's crazy though, which I didn't realize until watching the movie um, this month, is they build this cottage, they have this new house, then there's a scene, like literally right after that, where they say <laughs> they're gonna leave Forks. Jacob's like, "What? You can't leave!" And I'm like, "We have to." <laughs> like, wait, you just built this house? <laughs> like, you're only gonna live here for what? A couple weeks? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like crazy. <laughs> I guess if they can build it in, you know, two days, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> I, I also wonder, and I, I think they do in the past do this, but like Bella and Edward, yeah, I guess they're newlyweds, but aren't the other couples like, hey, we want our own house too? Yeah, I know. Why do they get Oh, to I know. Them? What the hell? 
I guess that's because they're newlyweds. Like maybe yeah. when they, I don't know, when Jasper and, is it Jasper and Alice who were together? Mm-hmm. Maybe when they, you know, originally got together, they had their own little summer cottage built for them too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. My bullet for that just says, how did the house get dot, dot, dot built? <laughs> <laughs> we have to include dot 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 in our episode title yeah <laughs> oh also i have a, a bullet right after that that says do i have a crush on alice question mark Ooh. Well, Amanda, your Whoa. girlfriend Whoa. her hair is cut like alice right now i don't know what i don't even know why i wrote that or what let maybe it's because she built a house in two days that's pretty hot <laughs> that's cute <laughs> that was the cool. one who picked out bella's wardrobe for her and had her clothes already and stuff yeah i mean try she to psychoanalyze knows what she likes you know <laughs> she she's a girl that knows what she likes and goes after it and mm. she's she's in command like that and yeah i also think amanda looks like alice right now that might be it she's gone <laughs> she's gone <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah, so at the beginning of five, I think it's so cool when you get to see Bella like trying out her new powers and like running around and hunting. That that's kind of a cool it's it's just kind of a fun, cool thing to watch. Um and you know, I like seeing Jacob sort of being a part of the Cullen gang. I think that's really cool. I think that's like closure. And then the story, I mean, the movie sort of takes this turn where it's just like focusing on all these random ass vampires you never heard of all around the world. You got the Rami Malik coming in from Egypt and you get all these freaking people coming. And that's when I, sw- I don't lose interest, but I'm like, I feel less connected to the narrative. Mm-hmm. I do too. Yeah. I don't I get bored. I don't like it, any of the random vampires. It's just not as fun, mm-hmm. I guess. What I did, this is like stupid. This might just be the stupidest thing I've ever written. But. <laughs> I said that all the va- members of the vampire fam- like families coming to see Renesme is like almost like a twisted allegory for like the wise men coming to see Jesus when Jesus was born. Oh my god, Dude, that's not stupid at all, Dan. <laughs> you could write you know, an interpretation I, I, on this. Yeah, it's written by a religious person, and maybe there is something behind that. But it, I do think that oh most of the story. Arts in Twilight are, you know, references to literary things. And there's sort of yeah. like, yeah, and that, that jumped out of me um, because she is like this impossible, you know, baby that was born in a way that yeah. Jesus so was true. Like, <gasps> like a savior in a way to speak in like, and they come from around the world to see it into, you know, almost like, you know, how like a bunch of people when Jesus was growing up had to like, you know, they were doubting him. And they went up to him and like he had to prove himself. It's almost like they're going to check in. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that's it's like not a Jesus thing. I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, that makes that makes Bella, Mary, mm-hmm. and Edward Joseph. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, and <laughs> Edward's God. And they <laughs> no, did, they didn't think it was possible <laughs> for them to have a child. It is mm-hmm. very like that, actually. It's like Virgin Mary vibes. You oh know, my God. it's possible for her to have the child, just like the Virgin Mary. Yeah, dude. I bet. I and bet. the fact that, like, Renesmee, like you said, brings peace between the Collins and werewolves and Volturi. Mm-hmm. Literally between all three enemies. Bridges. Yeah. 
bridges yeah. multiple. This. Oh. oh my god, and I thought of something else. What? Because you know how like um, <laughs> Jesus's like teen years and stuff are just like passed over in the Bible. In the Bible. Yeah. So in the series too, it's like she's a baby, <laughs> and then yeah, we see her as a kid a little bit, but then I yeah, guess in the future, then she's just grown right away. Like oh my god, we don't have any of that. Also, whoa, teen stuff. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Brain what? blast on reference. This theory is definitely legit because Jesus was always thought of as half man, half immortal. Yeah. What did they say Renesme was? Half, people half are very mortal, confused. Half yeah. Mm-hmm. About like what is Jesus? Oh my god. Oh my god. We just solved something. Renesme <laughs> is Jesus. Yeah. Is this literally. literally is this actually is this hold water? Is this sort of legit? It's a theory. She says it's a theory. <laughs> I wonder if anyone out there has talked about this. Probably. <laughs> Probably, yeah. No, maybe That's, not. Maybe we're the first big, ones. Yeah. That was I my like big that. thing. I should have given her a J name because then it would be JC for initials. Mm. Oh my God. That would have been like proven. Yeah. Theory proven. What's I her know. middle name again? Oh, Carly. Yeah. Is it Carly? It's a Carlin. Yeah. Because it's like, does everyone just genuinely rally around how cool Carlisle is? I feel like he is just universally like, well, yeah, no, he is, he's a beloved character. I love Carlisle. Mel is like kind of lukewarm to him. Yeah, he's sort of boring to me. Oh my God. But he's, I don't know, I just see him as he started this whole movement all by himself and is changing the way a whole race of, you know, not people, vampires mm-hmm. exist. It, I don't know. I just see him as a hero. He is. To vampire. I, I is. do think if there is a spinoff, I want the spinoff to be a prequel and it's all about Carlisle. Mm-hmm. Yep. That would be really cool because to see him starting off and meeting the first few people that he started his family with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lani Esme. would be dope. <laughs> you would be dope. And then I, I guess we arrive at the scene when they're gathered in that snowy field mm. at the end of um, and obviously the in everyone's interest watching this movie is you know re-peaked at that moment because everyone's all meeting together it's just this, this balance um, I still believe that <clears throat> um, the guy who plays Arrow Arrow I don't know how you pronounce it he is a great actor and I think he is perfect for the role. I think in general, the acting in Twilight is mostly pretty good. Yeah. I think, you know, Bella for being this like, um, I, I don't know how to describe her, but she, she's she's perfect at being Bella. And Edward is perfect <laughs> at being Edward. And Jacob is perfect at being Jacob. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think Arrow stands out to me as probably the most memorable acting amongst the non-central characters. I think he is like this ridiculous, like creepy. I think in the first episode I was in, I described him as like this like snaky sort of dude. Yeah. I, I, I'm hooked by him. He's like entrances me. Um, but I hate his guts. Mm. And I'm sad that the the leader, you know, of of the gang, the leader of the vampire world has just shitty morals. He's like, mm-hmm. he's, he's an asshole, I think. Um, and it's it just- the way life is though. <laughs> it, 
it was definitely written that way. Like, yeah, like the president or the leader of the emperor is this corrupt, you know, yeah. selfish dude. Um, like I was saying earlier, when I watched that scene when they were in the field, I completely forgot that it was like imagined. And I was, I, I started writing everything. Like I wrote R.I.P. Carlisle, R.I.P. Casper. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I wrote, fuck the Volturi. Oh, I also wrote, <laughs> I also wrote this. Um, okay, so all the vampires in the world are together, right? Mm. And they're all pissy. And they're all like charged with like negative energy and they get the werewolves there and there's like these these threatening, you know, yeah. undertones. It's like, okay, we got the whole family together, family reunion opportunity. Everyone just arrives in the pieces. Like, let's order I some know. pizza. Let's rent out the nearest night to Columbus. Let's have a family reunion. <laughs> Nights of Columbus. This yeah. missed opportunity. They don't do any fun celebrations, really. I know. I think I said that to you. Like, it's weird that at the when the battle doesn't happen, they're all just like, "Bye, hi, yeah." Like, they got the whole gang together. They're all from. They're from all over the world. And, and how like, often does that happen? You know, never. <laughs> never. <laughs> Party. They should have shown a party. A party would have made sense. Yeah. It's you know? a vampire party. That's probably sick. I know. <laughs> oh my god. That's what I'm saying. Missed opportunity. <laughs> they don't really Oh care. gosh. Especially since so, they're all over. Like they're just there to do nothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's weird. I know. Okay, so it seems weird that we already like arrived at the end of the fifth movie, but do you have any questions about the fifth movie for me? Hmm. Well, or just questions in general about the whole thingy. Well, I think you've kind of alluded to this, but how would you rank the, all the movies that you've seen now? It would be okay. Like I'll rank them, but I think it would be very different if certain pieces of the movie were handled differently. Mm -hmm. Like if four didn't have the veins and is, is four the one with the, with the werewolves yelling yeah. at each other? Is that yeah? That's also four. Yeah. Um. Also, also, the birth scene. The birth scene is also shot very, mm. like, strangely. Like some of the effects they use. You can tell like, they were inspired by uh, just like horror films. Yeah, it didn't fit the bill. But if those variables were like corrected, I would really, really like four. I think the first one's still probably my favorite. Mm -hmm. Um. The third one might be might be towards the bottom of the heap. Hmm. I remember you hated Eclipse when you first watched it. Or not hated it, yeah. but it was your least favorite. No, I didn't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> the fourth one I also didn't like so much. I mean, the third and fourth have so much like romance in them too. Mm -hmm. The fifth one it has like its boring moments. Um, You're kind of sleeping on New Moon here. No, I, I think I think one and two probably my favorites still, mm -hmm. and I think that w I, th I think four, if if three and four if the romance was toned back and if this if, and in four and if the, if those weird scenes were taken out they would move up a rung or two over number two and I mm -hmm. I think I just have to put five at the bottom because yeah. of it's, uh, it's just not as um, entrancing as the other ones though. It's a better, it's a more well done movie mm -hmm. than three, four. So five, maybe it earns a slot as my third favorite without being the most interesting, just because it's a better movie. Yeah. Mm. But I'm, I'm going to put I'm one and two at the top. I'll, I'll settle with that. 
I agree. Well, so now, I, I, if you don't have other questions, we'll ask away if you do. But Amanda's like on the edge of her seat; she wants to weigh in. Let's yeah, get it on. I'm ready. Are you just kidding? Well, I just I did want to ask. Like, I feel like we kind of skipped over a lot in <laughs> five. Hi, <laughs> which is okay, but no, it's not. Maybe You're I'll right. just. I mean, maybe first question about that is just like, why do you think that is that you didn't have much to say about five? I, I think because of, yeah, All because the of this, it's not this, it's not a centrality around Bella as much. I mean, Twilight is Bella, really. It yeah. is. It is. It, you take it, Renesmee is all like is the center of attention. All these vampires around the world and coming to Renesmee. That is the the center of five. And Twilight fans, yeah, like they care about the lore and they care about the canon. And the fifth one is definitely about that. But people really care the most about Bella and Edward, Bella and Jacob, Bella, Bella, Bella. Yeah, and you see too. the least of that in five, which yeah. is probably why it's the least exciting. Although there's some great parts in five that I thought were really fun. Like I loved the ending. Yeah. And I thought it, I thought Twilight wrapped up itself nicely. A lot of movies, I wasn't expecting Twilight to wrap itself up as succinctly as it did. Yeah. It did a good job. It's true. What about the montage that the we credits see? at the end, do you mean? Or the montage when she says, like, I want to show you something. And then she shows, she's able to use her shield power to show Edward her memories of him. Oh, yeah, that was cool. I liked that. Mm -hmm. And then what I think is great about the last movie is the credits. Like, yeah. it shows all the characters. They, like, all get their moment mm -hmm. in black and white. Oh, it makes me cry. It's so emotional. <laughs> the first time we watched it, when we watched it with you, Mel, we watched the full credits. But this time I did not. So I forgot about that. But I remember liking that detail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are there any of all those kind of random vampires that join in did did you like any of them did any of them interest you or no <laughs> um so i'll tell you who i didn't like were the ones with the russian accents it was like that really oh, i like them actually <laughs> i also just love russia but they think they're romanian the, amanda saying romanian transylvanian mm -hmm. yeah i don't know they were just so cocky to me a lot of them were really cocky yeah. like the most vampires were really really that's cocky. true mm -hmm. that there were a lot of cocky vampires um, I kind of like the, um, the Denali game, obviously besides the tattletale. I like <laughs> yeah. the bitch. Yeah, <laughs> she's a She gets what yeah. she deserves. But the rest of the, um, Denali gang, they seem pretty cool. They seem more Cullen-like mm -hmm. besides her. Like, they seem chill. Mm -hmm. They're chill. Yeah. They're chill. And I think it's so cool that they have, I mean, because vampires don't care about the cold. So why, why don't all vampires live in super, super cold, mm. you know, regions of the earth like that? Sure, yeah, I know. It's so beautiful. That's a good point. You take advantage of it. Go live in Siberia. Go live in Antarctica. Like, that'd be Antarctica. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure some do. Yeah. Drink like. So you don't have to worry about being blood. seen. Eat penguins all day. Live the life. <laughs> yeah. True. Oh, poor penguins. <laughs> like, I think that's all I had for questions. That's if all I have, too. Amanda's ready to jump in. and Amanda, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to debunk a lot of things Dan might have said. Um, <laughs> hey. 
Yeah. Hey. <laughs> so you were, you were, were you making notes um, while Dan was talking? Yeah, I was making little notes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Amanda. So first off, I do agree right away. The third one, I think at one point was my favorite book. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie is just disappointing. It was fast paced, way too bright. And I do agree there was a lot of dialogue. It should have been longer. We did not watch the extended edition. We were watching all of the regular, you know, small ones, I guess. (laughs) But I am so glad they separated the last two. Mm. (laughs) Because it just adds so much. It's so nice. Um, It would be a weird movie, I think, if it was like, if, I don't know, if they had the wedding and then the pregnancy and then they invite all these vampires over and they have a fight, there would be a lot in one movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And when you guys were talking about product placement, uh, Dan was mentioning that to me when we were watching it. He's like, Mariners, that's product placement. I was like, yeah, but they live there. You know, it makes sense that it would be there. And I think that um, whether or not this is true... It's, it adds kind of reality to the situation. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's I just what we're going for. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just thankful there's no Burger King in it because <laughs> Burger King was like the biggest sponsor. For oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Random. Burger King. That would be horrible. That would take me out. <laughs> yeah, I do think like when things are set in Massachusetts, for instance, people usually have like Red Sox hats. So mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think it's weird that they have the Mariners. Right. Yeah. And uh, the whole Riley thing. So <laughs> I remember seeing the movie when it first came out. And I, I don't think I read the book in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I literally the first scene is this whole Riley thing. I'm like, what is going on? Who is <laughs> this? What Am I in the right movie? Yeah. Like, I, I didn't like it. I remember that too, actually. I think they did that on purpose. I I know. I remember that too. (laughs) Like, oh, it's not. Wait, yes, it is. Yeah, I (laughs) remember. Amanda, you just like took me back to a memory I completely forgot. I did. I was like panicking inside that I was in the wrong movie. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, is this bad? Like, I I was just kind of disappointed. Uh, It's definitely my least favorite part. Um, of Eclipse, and I hated it. I mean, to be honest, I don't like it. I don't like that storyline. Yeah, it could have been better. It could have been shot better. I'm sure he's a fine actor, but I hated him. I hated his acting in this for some reason. (laughs) I actually Um, don't mind it. Like, I like the beginning of Eclipse, but I kind of got your saying, like, the parts when he's yelling at everyone and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) "Mm, I don't know. (laughs) Very over dramatic. Um, Anyway, yeah, it had potential. It just, it didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I, I actually almost felt embarrassed watching it. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt that way. Like, I don't know, when I do watch Twilight, when I have watched it with um, my boyfriend, sometimes I get, like, nervous. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't think Dan, it's late. No, the, the thing is, is I'm, like, the boyfriend in the situation. Dan is such a fanboy. No. Um, <laughs> Come on. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I Man is a twi hard. <laughs> I hard. Um, she is. She appreciates it. I do. I do. I loved I loved the book so you much. Get the um prequel book, Amanda, and read that. I don't I don't know if I want to. Wait, Amanda, did you recommend you it? Son? 
I haven't read it. I don't know if I plan on reading it, but from what I've seen on your Instagram, I think I might like it. Yeah, so, I think you might too. Like at first I was thinking, I think it'd be dumb. I don't like it. And then I see it. I'm like, gosh, dang it. It looks good. Give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. I probably would eventually. Uh, so on to the whole Jacob thing. He's a kid. He's literally a kid. He's younger than Bella in real life too. You know, he's super young. Um, it makes sense that he's immature. I hate it, mm-hmm. but it makes sense. Um, and just to put it out there, yeah, I was team Jacob, but I, I can't change that. I can't change that. That's just who I am. Um, I don't know why I love that. Yeah, I was team Jacob, but I can't change that. <laughs> no, like, I would never, I would never choose Jacob in this situation. <laughs> like a brother he'd be my best friend like mm-hmm. I vibe with him a lot I think growing up in a similar kind of s- situation like Edward is the yeah. rich mature like he had all these opportunities you know and this is not I don't know I felt sorry for Jacob and so I wanted to defend Jacob mm-hmm. um I hear what you're saying it's like we can yeah. debate this all we want but sometimes you don't really have control He's over who you're attracted the to underdog or... yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm more attracted to him I mean like now Okay, Edward, not attracted to necessarily. Mm-hmm. But Robert Pattinson, sure. You know? <laughs> Everyone is. <sighs> anyway, yeah. What's done is done. I'm Team Jacob. I'm supporting it. <laughs> so in Eclipse, oh my gosh. Obviously, the best <laughs> Team Jacob moment is when they're driving to the high school and Jacob's there in his black like shirt on his motorcycle and the bad A music's oh, playing in the background. Yeah. We're all like, ooh, that's our moment. And I love it. <laughs> That's our moment. <laughs> <laughs> they gave us that moment. Anyway. That's true. The, the tent scene. Mm. So I loved oh. it. I loved it solely for the fact that Edward and Jacob were socializing. I was yeah. so happy. Yeah, I'm I like, love that scene too. are giving each other a chance, mm-hmm. you know? We do um, that. It was cute. I liked it. Yeah, that's um, one of my favorite see. parts of Eclipse, actually. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, Team Jacob, blah, 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 blah. He's growing up. You see him grow up through the movies and kind of just like realize that he's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling Dan that Jacob and Edward are two types of guys in Utah. Um, I don't know if this is real, like if she meant to do it this way, Stephanie Meyer, or if she just grew up like thinking this but that's literally the two types of guys you will see the immature like creepy freaks like don't why are you acting this way and then you have the like oh posh like nice I'm so smart like I'm a good person I'm I I don't know we should we should clarify Amanda's from Utah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah So, I'm from Utah. I know a lot of Utah stuff here. Maybe she was trying to show that more mature and kind and smart guys are the better choice, right, for mm-hmm. girls. Um, she could have also been showing that men can still have good values and still win the girl, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, you don't need to prove yourself, you know? Yeah. You can be the nice guy and win the girl. Maybe that was something she was trying to show. Yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, Edward does a lot behind her back. Mm-hmm. And I'm not cool with that. Like, he won't necessarily lie, but 
but he'll just yeah. do not tell her. <laughs> I'm just like so not okay with that. Um, I feel like no. he's pretty controlling. Um, a lot of people don't see it that way. Um, but I think that it's important to acknowledge. And I think it's important that as a woman, it's okay to call it out and to yeah. see it. And I know Bella does in some moments. And so I appreciate that. Yeah. Like when he like manipulates her truck so she won't go to La Push to see Jacob. That's so crossing the line. That yeah. really, that was not a good moment for me. And yeah. doesn't tell her about the Victoria thing. Yeah. The plane yeah. tickets is like, yeah, he has this whole idea, like, let's go to Florida this weekend. It doesn't say why that yeah. was his intention. He thinks it's better to keep things from her as if she's almost like a little child that needs to protect. It's such a weird phenomenon because I know all these things and I just choose to not care. I'm like, I don't care. I love Edward. Yeah. Like, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. And that's why I want to call it out. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we choose to ignore it, but should we? You know? I don't know. Mm. That's just something it's I wanted like to talk Like you said, about. though, it's like, I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not going to change. <laughs> That's true. You can't. You can't. And if you do, I'm very confused and I want to hear about it. <laughs> um, we also talked about, so <laughs> Jacob's grown up, right? And it's good to see. And in our last podcast, you mentioned we hated Jacob. And I think, Mel, you said you wanted to punch him in the nose, like something about his nose, right? <laughs> And then Dan and I were watching the movie and we're like, he grows into his nose. Good for Jacob. <laughs> he grows into his nose. <laughs> he does. You know, if you see pictures of Taylor Lautner now, like he, he, it just works. It works. Yeah, it does. I need to check this out. I need to think I about it. I forget saying that, but it sounds like something I would have said. No, I think it was Kelly who said that. He has a very, oh. <laughs> has a very distinct nose, for sure. It does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the shape oh of it's gosh. almost too perfect to me it's like very triangular yeah it is <laughs> um it is <laughs> yeah jacob knows all right jacob and renesme let's get into this shiz so in my opinion the point is that they love each other and will and will eventually be romantic like you that's what so? i thought in yeah. the books yeah I think we're. Um, I thought it was obvious. Yeah, no, I think we are. I think it's now we're trying to revise it to be (laughs) different. Yeah, (laughs) it's messed up. I mean, I wish it was never written that way. Mm -hmm. Um, It grosses me out. Um, I guess to me, it's like this may be taking it too seriously, but it's almost like letting like pedophilia and stuff be okay. Like, I don't even think it should have been written, in my opinion. it, it's it's sci-fi right so it's like imprinting I don't know it has it has two ways it can go and I just it didn't vibe with me I agree um, you know it's weird I when I watched this with Charlie we watched Jurassic Park right after I don't we watched two movies one night and in it it was like the dinosaur imprints on the first person or first animal at sea. So I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I guess that is like a thing I think with birds or something, like they get attached to whoever they see first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've said it on the show, like, you know, Stephanie does a lot in the book to try to clarify. It's not like Mm -hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But if yeah. you have to say that, then that is going too far. Like, it's not like that. It's not like that. If you think something seems like pedophilia, 
Uh, maybe not included. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is like tilting on that line. Yeah. I mean, it clearly shows Jacob as like the protective older brother, mm-hmm. but it's not the case. That's just not the case. Yeah. Um, also not necessarily the thing is, is that she has parents. Mm-hmm. You know, Resume doesn't need... The protector. Another protector. She has literally all these aunts and uncles and grandparents <laughs> who are our <laughs> vampires. Yeah. Yeah. Whole army of people. And she is a vampire yeah. herself. Like, I can get in the animal world, like, why that would be really helpful for survival. But, like, she doesn't technically need Jacob. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing is, is it happens a lot in other countries and cultures. And even here in the U.S., Unfortunately, older men like take in young girls and raise them almost like children up until um, I know I was reading this book. It's like uh, they get their period and now, oh, it's time to get romantic and sexual. Uh, Like, okay, you know, that's just what it seems like to me would happen. Um, It's just gross. It's really gross. Well, like Um, Jacob says, I guess I should start calling you dad now to Edward. That's really in the movie where it confirms that Jacob has the expectation that he is going to be romantic with Renesmee. And I think even if that is the case years from now, when it's more appropriate, if she's full grown, to think that already as she's (laughs) a child is not okay. I think a better way to have written it is for him, Jacob, maybe to never, I mean, obviously it changes the whole thing, but like if Jacob were to never imprint on her until she's that young adult, um, that yeah. might be better for me. Yeah. We talked about this, like what if Jacob left Forks or LaPush and yeah. ran off and came back like years later and then imprinted on Renesmee? That would be totally different. Yeah. Or yeah. if we saw Jacob be romantic with someone else after imprinting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That time. <laughs> the thing is, this imprinting is almost like slavery, if you think about it. Like, she had a choice. Yeah. You know? And now, Jacob's all, it's sci-fi. It's supposed to be fate, right? But no, no. <laughs> She's literally, like, forced to be with this person forever. You know? I have and seen. It's just kind of weird. I'll just say they're perspective i have seen some people like online say like well if there was a guy that like was there for you cared about you blah 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 why wouldn't you choose it it's like gay (laughs) yeah maybe i know i mean i'm just saying her sexuality i'm just saying that's what people say you're friends with guys you know if you're friends with anyone you're you love them you're close to them you might think oh am I romantically like linked to you like it's always yeah. it might be an option it doesn't yeah. have to be yeah um yeah so that's my Renesmee issue also I don't know if you've seen but there are memes about the CGI and her legs in that last like scene it's so bad I would look it up yeah her legs are so friend. messed up oh I feel it's like it's in the Alice Mm. Yeah, it's in the Alice They're really flash- skinny, aren't Alice they? Flashback. They're skinny and wobbly and creepy. Yeah, yeah she is like, wicked like tall and skinny. Yeah, she has like a huge thigh gap, actually. I just realized that. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was just... just that she's like a Tumblr model. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, yeah. She's like a total oh, string bean. Oh. Mm-hmm. So Dan was mentioning like licking blood clean, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, 
I always thought for years, I'm like, yeah, what the F? Why are they leaving this blood? First of all, squeeze yeah. it out more. Maybe she can use more of it. I know. But <laughs> like if I were Bella, I'd be giving Edward my blood all the time. <laughs> you know? I, okay. What about like she has a nosebleed? Do you think she just like tilts her head back? And no. Like, all right. We've talked about this. Like I would love that, but it's just not part of this world. Like we're supposed to believe he would lose control and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But it's it would dangerous. be so hot if she could just give him a taste yeah. once in a while. <laughs> I would love that. I think that's such a Bella thing to do. <sighs> I don't know. Like, that's yeah. um, what I want. Like, in Eclipse, <laughs> in Eclipse, in that, like, last battle scene with Victoria, she slices her arm, right? Mm-hmm. And blood's falling. And at the end, like, Edward, he worked so hard, right? They fought this battle. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, do you want some? Like, you need to replenish yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah. he lets it go. He wraps it. Like, why are you wasting that? Yeah. I don't know. Because they can't. <laughs> no, I know the thing. <laughs> if the rules were different, like, if it was a little different, that would have been cool. Yeah. I mean, another part that kind of annoyed me is in the flashback to the native tribe and the wife of the werewolf who stabs herself. Mm-hmm. Um, I get, I got so mad. I'm like, I'm sorry, you kill yourself? Like, why don't you just pull a Bella, slice your arm? Yeah, you know? yeah, I think that too. Why does she, like, <laughs> did so you stab? <laughs> why did you stab yourself in the stomach? Oh my God, yeah. This- <laughs> Like, oh. I get it. You know, her son died. She probably thinks that life is, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I wouldn't do that. Um, I don't know why Dan's saying the fifth movie, like, isn't that great. I love it. I love it. No, I agree less, with Dan. I The fifth movie is actually my least. I personally, I like it more than the fourth one. That's my take. Me too. See, I'm, I don't like the whole romantic stuff, honestly. I don't really care for it. Um, and so I think it's really cool to see kind of different parts of this world that they have, you know, seeing different vampires, different cultures, um, the flashback scenes. It's my favorite part. Um, I think it just brings something to the books and to the movie that I was, I wish was slowly interpreted the entire time. Yeah. See, that's the thing though, is I wish that we had maybe more of it leading up because then once we do meet all these vampires, it's just so jarring. Like, I can't yeah, remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, I just thought the final battle scene, oh my gosh, it's so good. It is so good. It gave it gives you everything you want and then it it doesn't actually happen. I'm like, wow, yeah. good for this writing. Like that is exactly what everyone wants. Yeah. In the battle scene or in an ending. Um the, the most satisfying part for me was Dakota Fanning running away when Alice was there. Um, yeah, this is her best acting. Pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that she could have done a better job, obviously, acting in all of this. Dakota and, Fanning? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't... Reading the book, I didn't picture her character acting as how she did in the movies. Mm-hmm. But she did what I thought she did when she was running away. So I was cool with that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a, f- a mention about Aro. He must be such a sad person. Like, yes, he has power, but he knows everything about everyone. He must yeah. feel so close to everyone, but no one feels the same way. That is you know? so true. Dude. He's almost so like lonely. A, 
like stalkers, someone who like spends time in their basement yeah. and they know all this information, but like people yeah. don't reciprocate it. Mm-hmm. It's true. Like the only person would be about person. someone. They don't know. They don't know anything about you. Yeah. So I felt, I feel for him. I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel for him. He is complex. A lot of this stuff is very like complex. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my last little bit I thought I'd mention is the credits. So Mm -hmm. in the last movie, um, the song, it's like a thousand years or something plays. That was actually my junior year prom song. I didn't go to prom junior year, but if I were to have, I would have danced to that song. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that was your prom of your mind. (laughs) Everyone, um, like, would get together an hour before school and would practice a dance with their date is called promenade. Oh my God. No way. Then. Yeah. And then during prom, everything would stop and then all the juniors would get together and do their dance. And so I told that to Dan and this is the cutest thing, right? Mm -hmm. He got up and I don't know if it was a joke or not. I don't think it actually was. And he's like, let's dance, let's dance. I'm like, Dan, that's so cute. Not, I was so embarrassed. Like, it's too cheesy for my liking. Well, you know what? Dan and I actually didn't dance at prom. We didn't really dance. So, we did prom, we sort of did. Listeners. The the classical approach on dancing. Remember, we just kind of like stood next to each other and like. I think we swayed. I don't think we really danced. So, Dan is kind of deprived of that experience as well. Mm. (laughs) But you guys went to tons of dances. Oh, yeah. Listeners, fun fact Dan and I went to junior and senior prom together. Wow. Great team. Yeah. Wow. Because we like we approach it in a very like pragmatic way. And we're yeah. like, no drama, no bullshit. We're mm-hmm. just gonna kick the ass. It was, it was really great. Yeah, we didn't have to worry about anyone asking us. <laughs> That's really nice. I wish I had someone like that. Yeah. Cool. You need yeah. a twin brother. I... <laughs> yeah, I, I just... asked my brother, like, yeah. would you go to prom with me? No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i i honestly i was not a i never went to any dance throughout my entire life except you're so for, bella for <laughs> prom and i went senior year only because someone asked me and actually it was my dad worked with this other guy and his son they wanted to like get us together i guess and go mm-hmm. my dad never went to prom so yeah. he wanted me to go and i hated every moment of it oh. but you know, whatever. It's for my dad, I guess. <laughs> I like avoided the entire night and so I don't know what jealous. happened, but <laughs> someone told me, they're like, you went, you went with this person. You have to dance with them. Oh, that's it was the I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that's my, those are my thoughts on Twilight. Uh, yeah. Any more questions for us, I guess? Questions. Hmm. I don't know. Guys, this is an amazing episode. This was so much fun. Yeah. I feel like we covered a lot. I feel like more questions might come. Oh, one question I wanted to ask is, Dan, do you think that you would read the books? He's slow. I don't really, like, I like reading, but for whatever reason, I never get around to reading books. Like, I got a book I was super excited about for my birthday, and it's been sitting in the same spot since my birthday. (laughs) I just look at it every day, I'm like, I like this book. I know I'm going to like this book. I want to read. I just don't do it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not 
I have had so much fun like on this journey, like watching these movies and talking about it with Aww. you guys. I don't think I'm like, <clears throat> I'm, I don't think I'm never going to be like obsessed with Twilight or be this fanboy, but um, I guess I would be interested in reading them, but I don't, I realistically don't think it will. I want to read them to him. I think. <laughs> Nighttime yeah. story. Seriously, he's he's a really slow reader. <laughs> it would take him so long. Well, no, I like to absorb the details. I like really. I like. You don't think I, I like why decode. Damn! Why don't you get the audiobook and you could just like listen to it while you're working? How am I going to focus not. on my work if I'm entangled in the drama? <laughs> of Bella, Jacob and Edward. That would you could read to him like a chapter. Every night. In sixth grade, so um, this girl, my friend Lauren, she was the first person in our class to read Twilight, and she brought <laughs> it to the that. class, and our teacher was out, or maybe she was there, I don't even know, but we had, like, reading time, <laughs> and she would, she got up and read the first chapter of Twilight, and <gasps> everyone, so cool. everyone was like, whoa, the Apple book, let's read the Apple book, you know, everyone <laughs> loved it. This guy, Zach, he, oh my gosh, he was obsessed with it. And I think that going back to what Dan said, it's like the the media, I don't even know, but they kind of ruined it for a lot of the macho guys, they right? Because of this whole romance thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, it's going to happen. Team Edward, Team Jacob, it was going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. But it it forced a lot of the guys to just pretend like they never liked it in the first place. Yeah, like Amanda's but, dad brother liked the first movie mm-hmm. they were like all gung-ho about it and then they stopped after that right yeah they never I'm saw sure, another one they never sure, saw another I'm sure one. they did i'm sure my dad saw <clears> some but it's just not the same i remember yeah. i remember going to ccd actually after watching it dan was in my ccd class oh, yeah. and sam bacon was there who was a kid in our ccd class yeah. <laughs> shout first out first name was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he had loved it it's coming soon <laughs> yeah, I went to Twilight with this kid Jimmy and he really liked it and was even like, Bella's hot and like he was into it. And yeah, I, I don't think Jimmy came with us to the other movies, so it was it was a strategic <laughs> move on, on their part and it was a risk and I think they knew it was a risk. It's like do we really um go all in and totally pander to the most important fans? Mm-hmm. You know, or do we yeah. keep it generalized and maybe keep the fandom at bay? But they probably made more money by they made a lot of money selling like yeah. Team Jacob and Team Edward folders. Exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's the merchandise which they made so much money off of. Yeah, but I think it would have been a better quality movie if they didn't if they kept it more like Twilight. This might appease to you, Kelly, especially. I um, got a gift from someone. It was this really beautiful shirt. I loved it. It was seventh grade or eighth grade. And I like found out after seven, eight months of wearing it, it said Cullen on it. And it was the Cullen crest or something. Oh, and I'm like, no I'm way. Edward shirt. This is <laughs> you had no idea that it was even Twilight. Had no idea. That's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> what did you do? Did you burn it when you found out? I don't remember. I honestly, yeah. I, I like barely grew out of it and I just threw it away. I liked the shirt. I liked the shirt. I bet there's people listening who had the same exact shirt. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It was blue. Um, oh. V-neck. Yeah. Wow. Of course it was a V-neck. <laughs> yeah, they definitely made a, uh, I mean, made a ton of money on merchandise and all of that. Like mm-hmm. I see why they went in the direction they did. And I think it was probably the right choice. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, the it was story the right is still, for business, I think. Yeah. And I mean, the story is still there. The story did not go away just because the romantic thing was really heightened. Like it's still under there. And if you're really paying attention to the movie, you can still appreciate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also want to mention SNL um, with Taylor Lautner. Oh, yeah. I was in eighth grade and it was hilarious and I'm very proud of him because there are some people who go on to host the show who just don't do a very good job yeah uh, their monologue or whatever it's like yeah whatever um and I was pleasantly surprised his was hilarious mm. so yeah shout out I think he could have a, a comedy career I think that's more suited up his yeah. alley I don't think he's a dramatic actor at all no he was like, his best scenes were when he was being sassy and snarky. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. No, but I have, I have great respect for all of the, the main character actors, and I think they did a... I, I, I think mean, he was the worst like, actor. <laughs> who do I think the worst actor? Like, out of the main characters? Anybody. Just, just anybody. anybody. Do you have an answer there? Oh, God. I'm trying to think. Taylor Lautner. Uh, he wasn't that great. I didn't think he was mean, that great. out of the main characters... I'm so confused. Probably, You're Team Jacob. I'm Team Jacob, but, you know... <laughs> We know, we know our flaws. Um, I don't think his voice was what I wanted. Jacob's yeah, voice. People yeah. say that. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think, the only reason. I see. Um, I remember, it's it's so cool when you read a book and then watch a movie. It, but it, the unfortunate part is that when you read the book, you lose your imagination on what the characters looked and sounded yes. like. Yeah. Um, I remember I had this image um, on what Edward looked like. and then. Yeah, me it too. was ruined. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, gosh dang it. His right hair was incredible in my mind. I just remembered. <laughs> so least least favorite actors. I I was very disappointed in Dakota Fanning's acting. Mm-hmm. I was she's very been, The thing about Dakota Fanning, she's a little distracting. I feel like she's too well she known. Is. What is she doing in that movie? She's um, not a bad actor, you know? So yeah. I don't know what the issue is. I think she I was, was just a huge fan and wanted to be in it. Maybe. I was disappointed in um I don't know his name, you guys probably do, but in the end scene um, in season five, the like blonde haired, very blonde haired guy with the short like hair around his ears who's standing next to Arrow. He's part yeah, of the Voltaire. Caius, Caius mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Jamie Campbell Bauer, I think his name is. I don't think yeah. he was the most stunning actor. <laughs> stunning, I, hair. stunning hair, stunning looks, <laughs> stunning abs, stunning pecs, but not stunning acting. Yeah. And. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Riley, Riley, I didn't like either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his name was- I don't know if it was his acting or if it was just like the placement of him and his character mm-hmm. in that movie. He reminded but me. But I didn't like it. Either. He reminded me reminded me of a Sprouse twin for some he reason. He kept saying that the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I remember in the first podcast I said I did not like Jasper's acting. Here's the thing: I don't know why. I guess I never picked up on the fact when I was watching the first two that he's supposed to be like this man from mm-hmm. the South in the 1800s. I thought he just had this weird, like, persona. That's because it wasn't in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh. his, his Texas accent was added into it. Oh. He didn't have that before. Oh. <laughs> it's oh. not good either way. I know, like, it's literally. unfortunately bad. I did say to Dan, though, I'm like, he's had, I don't know how many years to, he lives in Washington. He's going yeah. to high school. Like, he shouldn't have a southern accent. Oh, I know. The guy's been around yeah, since, like, the 1850s. Like, come on. It's having a loosey accent, man. <laughs> Maybe trying um, to it's just so mesh. Annoying. It's bad. I hate it. But whatever. Yeah. But no, I ended up like I, I ended up kind of liking Jasper. 
No, I, I, I like the Southern thing. Like it gives him more of an identity, but it's annoying to me that they didn't include it in Twilight and New Moon. And then suddenly his accent slips out and like, (laughs) oh, you thought we didn't. Is it just because he's reminiscing? (laughs) (laughs) I guess kept calling Emmett Cliff. Cliff. Oh yeah, for some reason. Okay, Emmett is not a fitting name for this beefy brick wall of a man. <laughs> That's and I kept true. forgetting his name. And I just kept every time I would I like mention it. the character to Amanda, I would be like, Cliff just did this. <laughs> he just looks like a cliff. Yeah, he and is too wrestling and lifting yeah. the logs and stuff. Emmett sounds like a sensitive poet name. Like <laughs> yeah, I, I love Emmett. I think he was my I, I wanted to have a crush, right, back when I was first reading it, and I think Emmett was my favorite. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Who's everyone's go-around? Who is your crush? Um, you guys are probably just Edward, Edward. How about oh, besides this? Besides Edward. Edward and Jacob. Okay, besides Edward, mine would definitely be Emmett. Cliff. Cliff. <laughs> yeah. My crush is Edward and... Carlisle? I guess my second crush, yeah, is probably Carlisle. Besides Charlie, I, I oh, love Charlie. I'm a for Charlie. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Any takers for motorcycle guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, my crush. Were we uh, talking about how like he was respectful or whatever? Like I don't no, know. Like sarcastically yeah, we though. He was but... like we were like picking and choosing. He was not respectful, <laughs> but for what he could have done, he was respectful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When you, when you're a motorcycle. motorcycle guy and you just invite this estranged young teenager to hop on that's your motorcycle, you that's expect true. That's true. the guy yeah. to do something like ghastly. And like he, he kind of just takes her on a nice joy ride and returns home. <laughs> a free ride. <laughs> and no, pay, no pain for gas. No, no, no. Yeah. no but besides, besides Marcus, which is obvious, um... <laughs> I think I would. I think I would have to say Alice. Yeah. Who who I was annoyed at in the first and second movies. I thought she was kind of obnoxious. Mm-hmm. I like that. Her hair in the fifth movie, I think, is gorgeous. Yeah, um, but it doesn't make sense for it to change. That's what bothers me. Yeah. Do vampire? I'm sure it grows. Like if Edward can no. have a child. Oh, that's true. It's not. You know what I mean? Do. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. I think it's just a change. <laughs> but they change it so much that we have to believe it does. <laughs> Who else do I have a crush on? Anyone? Mm. Um, I feel like there's someone else I have a crush Sometimes on. Sometimes Jasper a little bit. Sometimes Mike. Sometimes Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have liked Mike when I read the book. Um, oh, I have a question. So in the book, I don't know if this was in my mind or not, but for some reason I always thought Bella's shield was green. Um, <laughs> wrong. wrong. <laughs> the Incredibles, like what's her face with the Violet? shield? Yeah, oh, Violet. She, I always, I think I might have just kind of taken that memory of the Incredibles and put it into my mind when reading. But I thought when Bella was shielding people during the fight scene, it was like an actual obvious shield. Yeah. Um, so that movie like kind of threw me off. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Well, this was a this was a fun experience. This was so fun. A long time coming. Thank yeah. you, thank you guys for being on the show. This is probably our longest episode. Bear <laughs> back if you have to, oh, yeah. uh, because it was very long. Maybe at least our bathroom well, breaks all cut out. Yeah.
cool well i guess i guess we'll call it i guess that's a wrap yeah <laughs> thank you so much guys yeah no problem yeah. see you later see you at the festival yeah, see you in Washington. <laughs> yeah oh my gosh that if you guys went, that would be so cool. That would be. So it's cool. not an if. No, we're going. no, we decided we're going. It's go. it's been decided. We're going to go. Oh, <laughs> okay, guys, That's everyone cool. listening has to go to meet <laughs> the Dan and Amanda from Another Bite of Twilight. <laughs> we're going to have T-shirts. We're going to have autographs. <laughs> no one will have one. <laughs> it's sarcasm, Amanda. No, he wants it, he wants it badly. <laughs> Okay. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, guys. It's Kel. So Mel sent me these audio clips of Dan watching the birth scene and the fight scene for the first time. This is his real reaction. I don't think he knew she was recording. And that would be funny if you're interested in hearing it. Then stay tuned for the rest of the episode. Edward Jacob. Oh my gosh. It's not a bad sounding man. It's a temperature in here. It's kind of cold. 69. Nice. We can't change it. Are you serious? Ew! Oh! Fuck. Oh. <laughs> Did they break her back? There's no Imagine knowing that you were giving birth to a demon. No. Holy shit. No! <laughs> He just bit her, the, the baby out. That was so gross. So was... many cracks. I know, the cracking is worse than anything. Oh. She's gonna like bleed out. Can it not? Why doesn't he just lick the blood off her? <laughs> I know. Really? Pass the baby around. Everyone... <laughs> Everyone lick it. Seriously, they need blood. Why are you acting so calm? You're gonna change in there, right? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Is it adrenaline? It's his venom. Oh, it's his venom. So that's how you change someone over? Slap her. Slap her? Yeah. That always wakes people. Look at her legs! You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> So he's all about like saving his kind and protecting his kind, but here he's just murdering left and right. What the fuck is this deal? I'm pissed! <laughs> I really am. Uh, this is pretty epic. Like, this is just a complete, like, suicide of their entire race. This is so stupid. It's like a civil war, it's like yeah. cannibalism. It's chaos. We must protect our race. Let's kill everyone. <laughs> That's the logic. It's just complete hypocrisy. Who <laughs> just died? Jasper. Really? Yeah. He's a goner? Yep. The one you hate. I didn't know. You know, I started to like him. <laughs> this is terrible. Who else will perish? He's still alive. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> Stop this! <laughs> Finally. Okay. <laughs> I respect that. 
got paid for a word. He got paid no, no, for a word. No, 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 no. I just respect the fact that, you know, he was ready done to, with this shit. Yeah. Ready to die. He was the wisest of them all. <laughs> I'm glad. I had a good feeling about him from I, early on. I thought you'd be upset that he died. Not, not like that. No, he did it with, with nobility. Integrity? Yeah, integrity. Yeah, he didn't kill anyone. Yeah, he didn't fucking touch it. He knew this was all ridiculous. He probably hated Snake Man. <laughs> Alright, now can we stop? Can we stop now? You did this, asshole. stupid after all. Wow, alright. You can contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>